that happy note. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Good afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, 550-5500. All the world is a stage, and I'm filled with rage. Well, most we could have all prevented this, but we don't want to do that. No, no, we just wanted to go and vote for Joe Biden or make sure they, there was no election. Uh, you know, fraud or anything like that that was really going on. Like, like you have to understand. And, oh, by the way, Dow does here. Hi, Dow. Good evening. All right, good evening. Here we are. Afternoon. We got Larry Markers here. Yeah, there he is. Hey, Larry, how's it going? I'm doing well, sir. And you? I'm good, man. We just we just need that. Just that that sound of that voice, the gentleman. You know, just sir, man. <laughs> it all it all all downhill once sir and ma'am is gone. Right. Yes, sir. Once, once the manners are gone, it's over. That's it. I mean, it's it's, it's the the down the, the spiral, the, the spiral, spiral. Yes. yeah, the death spiral. Yes. Yeah, we went under thirty k today in the uh, stock market. Yeah, there is never to return. Maybe for, I don't know. We'll have uh, Greg's and Greg Zanetti uh, will be here in uh, hour number two, so we'll be. Dowd and I are going to be hitting him with all sorts of financial questions: where it goes, what to do, what happens. Um, we got uh, your Secretary of State. Uh, how scared is she about everything? Uh, it's not uh, Markers, Larry Markers' favorite gal. She she don't want you to get on the ballot, right? And I guess some Republicans don't want you to get on the ballot either because they think that they think that. Uh, the guy that we got, Jefferson Jefferson T. Bird, J.T. Bird. Um, and then I learned some interesting things. Well, Larry, why the hell are you running if we got a Republican in the race already? And then I was like, oh, that's why. What, what, why, what did J.T. Bird do? Well, back in the days of the, when we first came up with the, or the state first came up with the Energy Transition Act, mm-hmm. uh, he actually supported that from the PRC. He was a supporter of that. Wait, 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 this is a Republican? Uh, yes, sir. He's the, he was the only Republican on the uh, on the PRC, and that supposedly that's the qualification to get elected for land commissioner is that he's a nice guy and he gets along with Democrats. All right, so, so you made some phone calls, did you? Yes, right. sir. I made, I made uh, we, some we, phone calls. Yeah, we yes, talk sir. plainly here. Just feel yes. free to speak openly. You're more than welcome. You, you called the you called the, the innards of the party, the leadership. Yes, sir. I, I called. I called the Republican Party leadership. Told them that I was interested in running for the. But but you had a good story. You, I was listening to your story. I was I was moved by it. You you called Jim Townsend. Uh, Jim Jim Townsend. What yeah. what Jim tell you? He told me. He said, uh, "Me and Jim are actually friends. Or actually, I think I'm his friend. I'm not sure if he's mine all the time." You never know. Once you're yeah. elected into a, a position, you don't have any friends. Do you want friends of politics? What do you do? Uh, I don't know. Get a dog. There you go. There you go. Hey, so yeah, you yeah, apparently. I've never been in politics, yeah. so I don't know. So yeah. yes. well, here it is. You you're doing it now. So you called Mr. Townsend. You said, "Well, you know." Yeah, right. we and I wanted to discuss the uh, the the option of me running for uh, for land commissioner because the state of New Mexico has declared war on the oil and gas industry, and particularly the small independent oil and gas producers like me. Yep. 
And if you wanted to look at the big picture, look down at the nuts and bolts, the state of New Mexico and the Bureau of Land Management have actually destroyed everything I've worked for my entire life. But By the way, uh, this is a family show. You can't yes, say sir. you're looking down at the nuts and bolts. It's, uh, oh, you know, okay. Yeah, anyway. Nice and clean. anyway. Anyway, <laughs> and there's there's more on that later. But anyway, Mr. Townsend, we were discussing it, and he, he informed me that they had, they had picked a candidate that they thought was a pretty good candidate. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do my Jim Townsend uh, invitation because I don't oh, do it. Oh, man, we were waiting for that. <laughs> I don't do it very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he had spent the next 15 minutes explaining to me how good of a candidate they already had. Well, this was several weeks before the pre-primary. I thought that was a bit odd. And then, uh, and he, you know, he made it very clear to me because we are friends. He did make it clear that that was the candidate that he was supporting and and you were looking at running out. You were a Republican then. Yes, I was a I was a Republican then. I am a bit of a rebel. Not all the Republicans yeah. want to be seen with me in public. Really? But, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm kind of like that. I'm kind of like you that. You got the greatest mustache I've uh, may have ever seen in Mexico. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, you're, I don't know if anybody could be your I could just sit here and listen to your voice all day. Yeah. Well, the Republicans treat me like, can I talk? Can I say the, the moped fat girl? Whatever. Yeah. You just, yeah, you yeah. just, you do you. Yeah. How, how's the, how's the moped and the fat girl alike? Well, they're both a lot of fun to your friend. See on them. Ah. Well, <laughs> but anyway, that, that's how the there Republicans. There we go. There we go. That is our radio station, folks. I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I'm no, sorry right. if I offended him. Well, like, Don't worry, I'm really Larry. not. I'm really yeah, not. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's kind of how most of the Republicans treat me. I'm a bit of a rebel. Uh, uh, David Gallegos, he is actually one Republican, and he stands side by side with me, back to back, whatever it takes. He he he's very much a supporter of mine, and all the the different uh, rebellious activities I've undertaken, he's always supported me. The citizens' petition for grand jury, the referendums, the various different things, the redistricting court case, mm. you name it. Anyway, uh, he's not that way. But anyway, then the the. Uh, Steve Pierce, I talked to him. He, he called me back. He returned a phone call. I'd called him. And, wow, and, that's that's, that's kind of rare. But you guys yeah, you got yeah. some good feedback. No, seriously. Yeah, that I that is to, rare. I, I, had call him, yeah. I had to call him from an undisclosed number several times repetitively, Yes, you know, to kind of break through. And yes. he finally picked up the phone. And uh, anyway. Anyway, the next, so I discussed him a little bit about me running for land commissioner. And I got about three words out and then we spent the next 15 minutes talking about mr pierce and that's fine so i decided it was probably time i needed to consider getting out of the republican party and run as an independent because Uh at the time i realized i knew there was going to be an open seat an open representative seat in my district i'm 64 house district 64 now after the redistricting fiasco which i and i knew that the gentleman that was in that that was representing that district was probably gonna not run well, the Republicans never even mentioned me running for that position after knowing that I was interested in running. I did tell hmm. them, I did not mention running as a representative, but had I been them, I would have said, hey, instead of running for land commissioner, why don't you go for representative? Yeah. I don't think I could get as much done as a representative. I am more qualified to be the state land commissioner than anything else, and yeah. that's that's what I'm running for. Anyway, there was no mention of that, and that told me pretty clearly that the Republican Party was not interested in, in me running as a Republican. I am a bit of a rebel, and I, I understand that to a point, and I'm not the nicest guy in the world when, when people start messing with me, but we're, we're losing our way of life, and I don't think that we have any options. You know, Maybe 10 or 12 or 20 years from now, we can start electing nice guys again, but for now, we need to elect warriors, and we need to elect fighters. I'm not saying being nasty. I'm saying be respectful. 
you know, be polite, but be firm and uh, stand our ground. We can't give up any more ground. We've already given up more than we ever should have, and we give up much more, and we will be done. I promise you. You're pretty involved in the Patriot movement. I am. I'm not. I'm not an actual uh, member of any particular group. I work with all the groups. I, I've learned to. I have to admit it. When I first got involved with the grassroots groups and the Patriot groups, I was. I used to call them rah rahs, but. They're actually not rah-rahs. These people have got a lot done. Rah-rah was probably a, a derogatory term. I hate to admit that, but I am. But as I got involved with these people and these people have, have grown in numbers, they've learned how to fight and they've learned how to fight well. These We've got some fantastic patriot groups. A lot of them are centered here in Albuquerque. we got some in Las Cruces, Roswell, you know, all, all corners of the state down mm. in, in the middle here. Yep. I see a lot of those people. I talk to them a lot. These people are getting a lot of stuff done, and they are making some headway. I know they get discouraged, and it doesn't seem like it, but if we didn't have all these people fighting, think how bad this mess would be. I believe we've turned a corner. I, I know that the uh, the governor's doing things, and, and our Supreme Court's doing things that are they're not hiding it anymore. They're just basically blatantly out there, and I hate to say this, but we don't have a Supreme Court right now. We've got basically five lapdogs in black, in black robes. Well, uh, to that end, I'll get to the front page of the Albuquerque Journal uh, that they published this morning, and it was about exactly that. Uh, and uh, I also got the should play the MSNBC um, Rachel Maddow as they're paying attention to Coy uh, Griffin and people down south. Now, I'm not running and defending Coy. I think he's uh, kind of an idiot in many ways, but um, I don't think he's handled himself very well. Uh, and you know, he, he's uh, getting better. He's getting better. Though. Well, by uh, inevitably, you know, you, you can't get worse than what you're, you're doing out there. And you just, it's just something that he's just unfortunately had to learn. And he didn't realize, I think more or less Larry, what he was responsible for, you know, carrying around the Trump name, you can't just run around and just, you know, decide to do certain things. And I think it was a bit too much. So, uh, the Otero County commissioners down South, have decided not to certify the election. And that is that is their jurisdiction. They are well within their rights to go ahead and rule whatever they want. Now, Rachel Maddow, I, I won't, I'll save it for, for you folks. You don't have to bear that, and I'll just summarize what it is. Um, but she said, oh, it's just this whimsical, yeah, we just didn't want to certify. And there's three Republicans, and they splattered Coy Griffin's uh, face all over that. And then on top of that, this morning, you get the one-two punch out of the, 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 the Albuquerque Journal saying, these five Supreme Court justices are demanding that Otero County commissioners certify. And then Maggie Toulouse Oliver is referring that commissioners to jail. And the thought, it didn't take any more than a split second to cross my mind that we don't live in America. If you're living in New Mexico, you are not. And I don't want to leave. And you say we've lost our way of life. I mean, to, to have these five lapdogs, as you as you phrase it, or to have a reference for these county commissioners, like to have an independent jurisdiction where they get to make, and they're all a hell of a lot closer to this whole entire thing, and they decided not to go ahead and certify it, that's certainly up to them. But we are in a boatload of trouble. And if that is a sign of things to come with Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse-Oliver at the helm, who probably doesn't want you on the ballot uh, either, we don't have free and fair elections. You know, we don't have any of that type of thing. And I know that that's what a lot of people, you said the redistricting fiasco that was down there. You couldn't have gerrymandered any more than what 
Michelle Lujan Grisham was trying to do during this last time. Your city, Roswell, was cut up into three separate ways. So I've given you a lot there on your plate. I'd like you to address uh, what you what you just heard and what you're seeing, because this is current day. Present day, June 16th at 417 in the afternoon. This is what is happening in the state of New Mexico, Larry Marker. Okay, as well, we're going to start with the Otero County. I know a lot of people down in Otero County. I've worked with a lot of those. There's two or three very solid patriot groups, grassroots movements. Yeah, down good people. There. Very, very good people. I know Coy, we've studied the law a little bit together. And, yeah, Coy, early, he, he definitely made some mistakes. Mistakes. I actually call Coy, I have a nickname for him. I call him Shank. I asked him, I asked him one time, I said, hey, did you learn how to make a shank when you was in D.C.? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he looks at me like, well, so, you know, I'm not going to tell you how he looks at me. But, anyway, Coy's a good guy. He has learned a lot. He's he's dang sure, he's dang sure a patriot. But, uh. Anyway, Otero County, they uh, actually my treasurer, Bonnie, has been going down to Otero County. She helped with the, with the uh, canvassing of the okay. uh, of the election down there. And Otero County's been leading the charge. Those people, they have grit. There is no doubt. If you spend about two seconds with them, you realize they're a gritty bunch, and, and they can they can handle this for sure. Anyway, the uh, the uh, the county commission, they. Uh, refused to certify the election but this was after they uh, voted to get rid of the dominion machines and go to uh go to paper ballots and various different things so uh they were already kind of on the radar so they uh they refused to certify the election of course maggie or her lawyer filed the the uh, petition for rid of mandamus the petition for rid of mandamus is just basically the supreme court is mandating that they uh that they do their that they do their duty well, I I probably believe they should have been able to argue against that. I don't know when the hearing was, or I don't even know if there was a hearing. My experience with the Supreme Court is when the uh, when the governor says jump, they don't even ask how high; they just start jumping. Anyway, wow. within 24 hours, which is actually unusual. Usually, they'll do it within two hours, so they must have already gone home for the day. Anyway, within uh, 24 hours, they go ahead and, and grant this this uh, writ of mandamus. The problem is, is, is those commissioners are all out of town doing various different various different things, and I don't know if they're going to be able to certify that election by the 17th, which is which is tomorrow. Yes, yes. It says the New Mexico Supreme Court on Wednesday ordered Otero County commissioners to certify primary election results by the end of this week raising the states of a dispute over the election integrity issues that has generated national attention. Now, the Republicans, for their part, we literally had the couple, um, David, uh, doubt I know you can look at uh, Clements. David Clements. Clements. Uh, he and his wife. Aaron, yes. Yeah, and yes. good people? Very, yes. What do you think of David? Uh, David? David's very intelligent. Uh, when I've watched his stuff or been at his e events or whatever, he does a fantastic job. The problem is, is the guy is so smart. He, he, he's kind of like Greg Zanetti. Talks over everybody's head, and they have no idea what he's saying. So pretty soon they they uh, they get confused. He's a he's a good to me. I believe he's a good solid guy. The the neat thing about the election. Why did the Republicans remove David Clements from the election integrity? This is a guy that was brought on by Mike Lindell. Uh -huh. Sat there on the day that everything was rolled out. And we're going to get to the bottom of this, okay? And, you know, the Janice Arnold Joneses of the world, you can run, but you can't hide. Yes. You're going to get exposed. Yes. And we patriots are going to expose you. So I'd like to know why David Clements isn't on there. 
I'm actually not sure of that. I know there were some there were some issues, some personal issues. That, yeah, that yeah. Uh, we literally three, we literally have three, a guy so. who who was kicked out of the University of uh, Las Cruces. You might remember the guy that uh, or was it New Mexico State? Is that what they call that school yes, down there? Sir. I, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, uh, the agriculture school. Uh, so, you know, he was kicked out of there. And then we also had our, our former Senate candidate uh, who I liked a whole bunch. Uh, he was a bit of a Texas guy. He was also removed from the staff. Then we got, well, you must okay the results. But we also had the Republicans not allowing you to run, choosing for you not to run, then getting rid of David Clement. Is this controlled opposition within the Republican Party? Does that ever occur to you? as a candidate, because uh, you've needed to run as an independent here. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's, it's sort of like Elisa Martinez. Uh, this might be the stupidest thing uh, ever. We, we, we're going to run a, the guy that we've run twice already in a race that's going to run for a third time. And Elisa Martinez should have won that and probably would have won that going away in the, in the general. But, you know, <laughs> whatever happened there with her inability to uh, get that job done. There seems to be way too much controlled opposition within the Republican Party. Would, would you agree with that? I, I definitely would agree with that. I've talked to a few people that, that lost their, their primaries. And actually, all three of them were representatives going for representative positions. And uh, they felt like they were definitely blackballed prior to even getting started. So Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's where we're at with yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay. It's, so let's get down. Let's let's get down to this because we're looking at this is an election year. Yes, sir. and the Democrats are waving their heavy hand. We're trying to get you on the ballot yes, because sir. we don't want the Republican because he basically was behind. Uh, what is that called again? The Energy Transition Act. Yeah, is that the, that was the the thingamabog doohickey that uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham basically implemented uh, in April of her first year. Remember that? Yeah, they call that the New Mexico Green New Deal. That was the first part of, of just AOC. Of, of, yes. That what does that mean for you and the oil people uh, down south? Are, are all your friends moving across the – I know Claire Chase already left the state. Uh, you know, she's a, a pretty good uh, – person she's out in dallas right yes sir she's out in dallas uh mac energy you know their their headquarters are still there in new mexico but they uh they're looking at more investments and stuff in in texas most of the small guys like me that have left they they were forced to go wait wait, wait. the richest people in the entire state are decided to go ahead and pick up and leave yeah the small independent guys they some of the small independent guys like they're like me you know it's is hand to mouth most of the time, but they are the hardest working guys out there. But those yeah. guys have been forced to leave too. Those are the guys that sponsor the little league baseball teams and things like that. But you know, oh, in, in in addition to sponsoring the government every year with uh, yeah, yeah, with, sure. with their um, billions of dollars that they bring in revenue, right? Yes, sir. The, the strange thing about New Mexico is we're the only really large sovereign wealth fund state that still has a personal income tax. You know, ironically that. That's one of my platforms is I really, I believe we can make enough money on our, our state trust land. To give money back? A, to either give money back or do away with our personal income. Tax. Mark Ronchetti has started to talk about this. Uh, Dowd uh, can fill in the blanks uh, for some of you, but he had actually had a, a very interesting answer to one of uh, Dowd's uh, questions. And uh, I think he referenced exactly what you just talked about, which is giving money back to the people. Yes, sir. What, what do you think about uh, how would that work? Well, if we could do it like Alaska does, they actually have a uh, exactly they, what he said. They have a dividend this year. Alaska's getting fifty six hundred dollars per citizen. Uh, now, can you use fifty six hundred dollars? 
Uh, I settle for half that in cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, that's insane. Well, we make we actually make more a lot more crude oil than Alaska. They do have some more mining. They haven't destroyed their mining industry like we have. And we're on our way to destroying our oil and gas industry. So what role would you play if you win land commissioner? How big would would this be as big as the governor? Uh in in my part of the state, the the land commissioner has uh is more important than the governor. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yes, sir. I have heard that so many times. Yeah, the, the land commissioner is actually not part of the executive branch, right. the legislative branch, or the judicial branch. Right. The state land office is separate from the rest of the rest of the government. And like I said before, I don't have to uh I don't have to answer to the governor or the legislature. I just have to answer to Jesus Christ and the citizens of the state of New Mexico. You think we you think we can get this done, sir? Yes, sir. I believe we can. There's been a lot of, a lot of people. I wished I had the note. Yeah. You said that people actually listen to my station and you can end up back over here. That was was a Friday night at six. I got back to my, to my, to my car and my little campaign car. I bought something that was good on gas, but tires aren't that good you didn't buy a tesla did you oh no parking lot kick your ass yeah well you know how it is i'm tough yeah. around here i mean they, i interrupt your phone calls with uh, half the stuff that i say to the you know <laughs> it, it it makes me crazy to hear people say anything good about elon musk because i don't like the guy yeah, i don't sir. like the twittering i don't like his tesla vehicle and then oh he's gonna get behind desantis oh he's gonna go they're like uh, uh no well I don't want him touching anything. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's going to do what's good for him. Exactly, and that's yeah. all he's doing is just a bunch of PR stuff as far, as far as I'm concerned. So so a lot of people heard you last week on a Friday afternoon, no less. Yes, they did. They uh, I got back to my to my car. My phone was blowing up. I was getting text messages and, and phone calls. And, you know me, I'm not really a big city driver, so that was a bit of a challenge. So I had to pull over and, and talk. Yeah. That. Uh, then uh, – you know, I'm still getting a few emails. And then the next day or Saturday, I was at that flag rally there at the roundhouse. That uh, it was flag day, flag day this week. Yes, sir. It was flag day. We had a little rally there in Santa Fe. That turned out really good. I collected several signatures there, and oh, a lot of the nice. a lot of the people that apparently you've got a lot of listeners that were there too because we we discussed your show several people, and then even Sunday I had another little event I came to, and uh, you were mentioned a couple of times there. So. Yeah, you definitely have a popular show, and I don't think it's just because of the controversy. I just think it's people want to, want to go hear the truth. Yeah, controversy. I don't know what's controversial about it. Well, in, in this world, the truth is controversial. Oh, yeah, it is. I guess my yes, hard uh, facts don't care about your feelings. Yes, sir. All that type of good stuff. Yes, well, sir. Larry, let's get you on. We've got commercials that are going to be running, and uh, we're going to help our friend Larry uh, be the one elected official who's not answered who doesn't have to answer to the? Will you inv- will you go seize Zorro Ranch? Will you, you're not going to stand in front of it, do some sort of uh, shindig uh, out in front, and act like you were there and you knocked on the door, and you're, you're just going to go take it back, right? Well, I, I believe we need to. There's a lot of things that have gone on that we need to investigate. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you going to meet me out there? I'll I'll, I'll 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 walk right through the front door. Lord knows yeah. I've already been on the property. Yeah, I don't know how that how that went down or, or I'll why. I'll give you the map. I've yeah. got all the. Uh, Got all the schematics of uh, Epstein's ranch uh, there, so I I literally got the blueprints right here. Yeah, I got I got I got me so a set of blueprints. You can read some. You sound like a guy that can read some print. Yes, sir. I was actually constructing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of you. wow, that doesn't surprise me. You know, Rudy was like, oh, "Should we put some sweetener in this? You wanted to do some oil rigs and uh, put some sound effects or some pumps and you know drills." And back, I said, 
you don't have to you don't need any of that stuff when larry's talking because you can literally hear the shovel the pitchfork the rigs and everything right right in your voice yes sir yes sir right yes, there like yes sir i appreciate that i think i'm not how sure. do you not appreciate it <laughs> yes sir I agree. that's what we need a hard working man you know my we thought, do. my thought though was uh, you know he didn't know how to read didn't know how to read blueprints but boy could that man construct stuff he could do anything weld oh man the guy's blazing all the time he was a welder and he was a uh, he was a, a shooter in the Seventh Army. Yep, that's pretty cool. Got that shot in the neat. throat. Got shot in the throat two times. One each side, missing his. Showed me the little scars, and he wouldn't talk about it. So. And he didn't bleed. That's crazy. Getting yep. shot in the and neck. Stayed and stayed Yep. So yeah. He was. He was. Uh, he used to show me where where he got shot and the whole entire bit as they made their way from Marseille. I'm sure all the way to the a, Rhineland. Yeah, I'm sure he was a believer for sure. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to read a Bible to uh, follow God, you know. Yes, sir. He, you know, back in the day, you make your first Holy Communion and uh, you do what, what's right. But now, uh, you, apparently, you, you, you've got to have, you know, a pastor and a church and, you know, a big, big collection boxes and people, you know, reaffirming everybody that that's, that, that's what the Word of God said. My, my, my grandfather could, couldn't read a Bible, you know, could never open a Bible. He sat in the pew there with me and we never missed, we never missed church. That's pretty good. And he couldn't read. We also didn't meet Miss Bingo. He could read a bingo card, though. Yeah. There's a VFW. We go to the VFW on Saturday nights. You yes. know, yes, yes, trade the old uh, stories over there, and he was there. My nana thought that, and that's why. Yeah, it was very industrious. Friday night was the Rose Bingo. Saturday night was VFW. We also did the Post Thirteen, the Legion. You a member of a Legion? You no, no, sir. They have a Legion hall down in in Roswell. You know, I believe they do, but I'm I'm not a member. Yeah, that's a great member. Yeah, but it's you. They'll, they'll we'll welcome you into the legions. Gotta go, just you know, make some friends over there. I need the to. legions used to be places where we used to gather. Yes, sir. I you know, the American that. Legion is what sent me to Washington D.C. They literally paid post forty nine did. They sent me to Washington D.C. when I went to Boys Nation. There's a a lot of traditions and a lot of organizations and stuff that we're missing out on now. Yeah, well, Look. Legion Ball. You said baseball. You know, remember Legion Ball? No, sir. Oh, yeah, summer ball. Yeah, so oh. it was Legion, American Legion used to have the summer ball, and people would play a lot of baseball. I mean, look look that stuff up. American Legions, Boys Nation, it was a big deal. And we used to care about hard work. We used to care about service to our country. You know, my, my son told me the other day, I was walking through the mall. You know what he told me? He says, I want to I want to go into the military. I'm like, wow. There you go. It is really starting to, well, they 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 they're not going to promote them anymore because all we're promoting are gays and 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 and, uh, and people of 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 color i guess i guess and, that's, and, a, and the that's what i'm hearing lots and lots of yeah you got to be vaxxed you, yes, you see the department of defense guy what's that guy lloyd huh austin I mean, he, yeah lloyd austin he's ramming that vax down these throats and uh, these poor yeah he's horrible Absolutely he's terrible. waging war on climate change our our yeah. sec death yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah yeah waging war on climate yeah. change yeah there we go Yes, sir. All right. Let's get you some signatures. How many you need? I believe I'm about halfway there still. What's I, halfway? That's, that's uh, like, tell me, it's, it's uh, over those hills over there. Okay. Like, well, okay. I don't know how far is that. Has that clicked? Do you know what I a need, click is? Uh, actually, I do not know You exactly don't know what a what click, a click is? is? But I will tell you, I need, I need, I've got to have 14,000 signatures. I'm shooting for 16, maybe a little over 16,000. We know they're going to get looked at pretty hard. But I'm shooting for 16,000 signatures. I believe I'm about halfway to 14. Uh, we've got a lot of momentum. The primaries are over. People are really paying attention. We're really basically the only game in town. 
I've got to have as many signatures as I possibly get. We can do this. I know we can do this. I'm really excited about how far we've come. This has actually never been accomplished in the state of New Mexico. We've never had a statewide independent candidate in New Mexico. Well, we're going to do it. So it's time that and we you, do it. You yes, said sir. that I, you're going to put this on my shoulder. So I'm like, well, I need something to do. Yes, sir. You know, Lord knows I can't, you know, do yes. any more of what I don't do all day. Yes, sir. You man. know, I'm just yeah. so not busy. I, I don't need not, you know, projects or anything. What do you think about this uh, outfit over here? What do you th- what do you think about this radio station? Pretty interesting. It is it is interesting. Actually, if 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 I were like in school or whatever, I'd want to come have a field trip here for sure. This, yeah, this I can't is, uh, they, don't let, they don't let kids around uh, you know, with all this. Around See conservatives? All they don't let them around. <laughs> that American flag over there? That's, yeah. that's racist. Yeah, they you, only, you see how you see yeah. how that's hung? How how perfectly it's hung? You know that other flag that's in there? You can see it there at rockoftalk.tv. You, you, what, what's that other flag? There's a reason I have it up. What is that? That is the America's first flag. It is George Washington's flag. It is the flag that he had outside of his post when he was uh, the commander. It's the George Washington flag. You well, know, that was his original flag. That huh? is his original flag. You know, him and I share a birthday and uh, a love for the red, white, and blue, of course. And, hey, and Donald Trump shares a birthday with Flag Day. He does. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, did, you hear, did you hear our broadcast? We were playing the greatest state of the union speech in the history of this country. It was pretty remarkable. That is, that is and then in a, in a month and eight days later, we decided to go ahead and take a proverb, proverbial dump and listen to uh, Burks and Fauci because we just oh. don't, we didn't want to be great again. Are you vaxxed? Uh, no, no, sir. You're not going to get no, me. You don't have that little tapeworm growing inside you? No, no, sir. No, sir. Actually, I actually had a guy yesterday. We were working a baseball game. and. Uh, oh, really? What are you? Are you like an ump? Oh, no, no. We're working the parking lot gathering signatures. That's all I do oh, right yeah, now yeah. is get, gather signatures. But uh, And I'll be there again tonight out in the parking oh, lot. Yeah. Don't go Saturday. It's yeah, pr- yeah, yeah. Friday. Don't, yeah, don't, don't go Saturday. Yeah, you're not welcome <laughs> We're not there. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm not welcome there Saturday. But I, I had this gentleman tell me, he said, well, uh, is is Larry, he didn't realize I was Larry Marker. He said, is Larry Marker a, a pro-Trumper? And I said, well, yes, sir, I believe he is. He said, well, I'm not going <laughs> to sign that. I said, good, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We may have actually found the first candidate that, that uh, of all things, you were, you're running, the, the way that I ran for mayor is the way that you're running for land commissioner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Actually, I I did a little research on you. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, did you see those commercials? I, did, I didn't get to see I had to commercial. take down two Democrats and made them look silly. They were silly in there. They're this, they're little, uh, you know, it, I even had the, the, the conservative Democrat chasing pro-life stuff. I'm like, you're a Democrat. How can you go... Well, yeah. he supports life. And you had the pro-lifers literally putting him on a ballot saying he was a pro-lifer. That's how much they hate me. Uh, yeah, he's a Democrat. Uh, Planned Parenthood only gives to Democrats. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. People, yeah. People yeah. need to understand how evil that is. That is evil. It's it's disgusting what, yeah. we, what we've done to our unborn. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, Larry, thank and you it, for being here, sir. I just want to give you the time. LarryMarker.com, right? Yes, sir. Go to LarryMarker.com. I'm needing as many signatures as I can possibly get, and I, I can guarantee you, people, nobody's going to outwork me, and nobody cares more about. I the like state your of joke. A lot of other people like your joke too. Oh, the, no, uh, the moped yeah. joke. No, it was good. It was a real hit. Yeah. People like it. Um, <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, Maggie Toulouse Oliver. She's she's sort of you know. Yeah, she wouldn't like that joke. Yeah. Well, she yeah. is. She's a little round. <laughs> yeah. She's a little big, little big girl, but yeah, yeah. she's kind of hot. You know. No, I don't think no. 
No? No, no. no. Yeah. Have you talked to her? No, no, no. Tulsi Gabbard. Could I sweet talk her? Tulsi Gabbard. You think Gabbard. I can sweet talk no, her into no. getting you on the, uh, I'm not a, a Tulsi Gabbard fan. Well, I'm not either, but with I don't her, like women who think they're hot. With the re- with the rear end, that's all Does right. she really? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I have to go yeah. ahead and can you Google that? I don't Google. We Neva here. Yeah, or, or Duck Duck Go. No, I don't yeah, do Duck Duck do Go. Duck, yeah, we're all out of the Duck. We we we, yeah, we're out of the Duck Duck Go world. Okay. It's gone. So yes, yeah, so hopefully Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse Oliver will uh, be nicer and think that somehow you're helping pull votes away only from a Republican. Now you told me that you think that you'll pull more votes away from the Democrats. Tell me why. I honestly, do, I honestly do. A lot of people were giving me that way. Well, you're just going to take votes away from the Republican. Well, there's, I believe there's more Democrats looking for a place to go. And I don't think they're going to go all the way to the Republican party, but I do believe that if they're not going to bother, it's not going to bother them to vote for an independent candidate, especially an independent candidate that understands where they're at in life. I'm just a small business yeah. guy trying to make a living just like most of them. I, I, I honestly believe I'm going to pull more Democrat votes than I am Republican votes, but I welcome anybody that will vote for me. And, and like I said, nobody's going to work harder for you. And nobody's going to represent your position better. As the state land yes, commissioner, I have a, a, I have a specific job, and that is to generate as much revenue as I possibly can on state trust land. Are you good at making money? Uh, I've had periods in my life when I was really, really good at it, and I was doing really well until I got crossways with the federal and state government. Oh, yeah. It got pretty ugly. Those bastards. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, they. they yeah. We, we could go on They're for always hours. there. We no, we don't need to. They, they like that. that. They're, they're attracted to their, their here. Oh, look, we're, we're going after them. They're, they're addicted. They're addicted to their authority like a, like a tweaker or, or a. <laughs> Are they really? Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, and, and if, you, if you do anything, if you actually, you know, bend a little bit, yeah, that makes them even worse. What's bend? Bend. There's, you know, follow some of the. Is that the, like a shank? No, no, no. Oh, bend. Okay. If, if, if you com, if you comply when you really don't think you should, uh-huh. but you just want to go along to get along, that that really that really fires them up, and here they come. They they come like a. Like How dare a, you cooperate with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. You remember that show that what Will Smith was in that show and had all them like zombie things them yeah i am legend yeah i am yeah. legend you know yeah. that part of that movie where all them them things were attacking his apartment and they were jumping over cars and crawling up oh windows. really that's that, them that's what the that's what the the blm looked like when they oh. decided to get after me that yeah well i want you to generate money uh we have a sovereign wealth fund people don't know that it's the third largest uh in the country and 29th largest in the world yes got i knew more, you were coming got, with that one yeah. next yeah, we got more money stashed back than most than most nations. It's losing money. How about that stock market today? Well, uh, yeah, that's that's a little frustrating. I that's really frustrating actually because I, I convinced my my older my two older kids that they need actually all my kids they need to go someplace that had retirement. Unfortunately, retirement is invested in the stock market. <laughs> Come to bleed it right now, those 401ks and their matching funds, and they just need to drain it. Everyone's going to start draining it once they finally get their statements. Uh, yeah, generally speaking, uh, most people don't pay attention to the market. Well, I need to get my books on tape. Yeah. I'm going to listen to NPR. And like, oh, <laughs> looks like we lost 6,000 points in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Guys, it's time for me to pull it. And then you have, in addition to the money being pulled from the companies, you have the jobs that will follow and the inevitable uh, wavered way in which the economy will go um, after that. Yeah, so, we're, in, we're in a flat spin. When, when you fly little airplanes, you learn that flat spins are the most dangerous. Do you, do you fly? I used to back back when I had actually had had a life. And Yeah, you know, what'd you fly? 
Uh, first, I had a little Cessna 172. That yeah, everybody neat. does that, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the necessary thing. Yeah, everybody goes Any crashes? The... Any close, close, no, close I, calls? I, well, a lot, of, a lot of close calls. Um, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were you doing barnstorming or just generally you just got out of the air, the engine just stopped? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Just, just generally, I guess, for lack of a better term, just sometimes I had my head in my butt, I think. But You're what? I had my head in my rear end. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, up is down. <laughs> And JFK Jr. on it, huh? Up is down, <laughs> doubt is up. You're paying attention. I, yeah. I still think that I still choose to believe that JFK Jr. died a happy man. That they wanted to go up and you know have a little hanky panky up in the in the uh, in the the, the one seventy two. Yes, yes, you know, sir. That's what I think. I don't yes. think there's any room for that, but there's never not. stopped a Kennedy before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. All right, well, yeah. I'm I'm just I'm yeah. just happy sitting here listening to you all day. I hope we yeah, get they've been to known to more. drive off bridges and all kinds of crazy. Yeah, things. they do a lot of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't tell anybody that if the glove don't fit. The car, if the glove yeah. don't fit, Chappaquiddick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, there we yeah. go. All right, now that Larry, you're a good man. Thank you for uh, doing this. Let's get you on the ballot. Uh, I want to hear your voice somewhere uh, in government. So I feel like. You, you know, get her done, give them hell, yes, you know, sir. rock this, you know, something really all, awesome. All that stuff. All, all of it. Yeah, I've, I've got a lot of stuff I want to do. You know, I'll, I'll probably spend a little time talking to some legislators. Got some deals okay. that I want to, that I want them to carry for me and tell them if you guys don't pass this, we're going to get it done another way. I, I like I like your style there. Yes, if this, sir. If this don't pass. We'll, we'll figure out well, a way to get we'll, it done. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way to get your yes vote on this one. Yes, sir. I, I, I can feel that you're going to vote yes on this. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm moved by what you've been doing lately, and I can see you voting yes on this, right? I think we got ourselves a, and the assumed close. You always want to have the assumed close, and then just ABZ, always be closing. That's what uh, Larry, Larry Marker, LarryMarker.com. It's LarryMarker.com. It's a hell of a good time having you here in the studio and you i've never seen a man smile more in my studio than you i uh I, I'm, I'm smiling all the time i am uh, do you really yes yeah, sir life, life's pretty rough right now but that's okay i'm still yeah, smiling still I'm, smiling it's, yeah. it's, it's it's the jesus thing i think and no matter yeah, what happens, you're a believer oh hardcore yes sir I'm, yeah I'm a what believer. church you yeah. go to well I, I used to go to the midway assembly of god but now i'm out now i'm out gathering signatures all the time so. oh. <laughs> assembly help help uh, I got three people yeah. right now as you're talking that are going to go out and go get signatures for you. Well, I, they're assembling a crew as we speak. Yeah. Hey, come come work the the ball game with us tonight. Not Pride fun. Night. No, no, that's okay. Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be there. Yeah, I got, don't I got go, go there. There's, there's things anyway. that'll make you know crickets fall over. You know. Yeah, yes, sir. They're going to yes. do full drag shows and no, all the other stuff. No, no, don't even. Ah, that, yeah, that stuff right. kind of freaks me out. Yeah, now, now you're yeah. not smiling anymore. No, that, all that stuff kind of freaks me out. I'm yeah. still a small town guy, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't comprehend all that. It gives they don't me have transgenders in small towns. Uh, not, not that, that I know of. No, sir. That's, huh. No, yeah, that's, that's uh, no. There's, there's certain things I'll never get used to. I'll never get used to men kissing men and. Yeah, yeah, you know, we honestly, park our cars in the same garage there, Larry Marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, it's a choice. That, remember, I, someone was telling me today, he's like, Yeah, I have a friend who's gay. I'm like, No, he's not gay, he chooses to sleep with men. Exactly, <laughs> there's a huge difference. Yeah. Now, I will say, if I was a girl, I would, I would be gay, but you know, well, that's different because yeah. you're saying that as a man. Let's keep getting to you signatures and we'll stop okay. you there. How about yeah, that? No okay. mopeds and uh, we'll leave your personal 
yeah. commentary there for another day. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's let's forget I even said that. But anyway, <laughs> let, Larry, we're, we're going to get you on the ballot. We'll keep it right there. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Hey, uh, back you, at, uh, as soon as we can. Uh, four minutes, four forty-four here on AM six hundred KIVABQ.FM. Oh, a little Jimi Hendrix, 451 here in the Kiva as we set up the uh, rest of the shows. And he will be here for uh, hour number two. And then we've got Murder Mike. So uh, kind of a uh, light and fun show in some ways. And then we just got Larry on because we've got to get that done. I'm sure Dowd, immediately, you were probably taken aback by the fact that, uh, look, there's Murder Mike right there. Look at him. There he is. Hello, Michael. Um, but having a Republican candidate who is literally in support of the Energy Transition Act, uh, that's troubling to say the least. Were you able to verify that or see if there was anything uh, explicit that was stated? Yeah, his um, his profile on the PRC website, and uh, if, if you don't know, that's the Public Regulation Commission. It's sort of a super regulatory agency. We have none other than Bob Pearls, the most clueless man in New Mexico, to yeah. thank for the Public Regulation Commission. He actually has recanted. He helped create it, and now he said, now he says uh, it was completely out of control. They regulate all these industries that should not be regulated, and electricity rates should not be regulated because we should have a competitive marketplace like many states do, including large states like Texas and Pennsylvania, even my own native Connecticut. You can you have electricity choice there, but leaving that issue aside, yeah, the commissioner, Mr. Bird, he boasts uh, about District Two how it is continuing to diversify our state's energy reliance by expanding our renewable energy source with the Sagamore Wind Project. Uh, he also Ooh. worked, yeah, he also worked with a uh, phony baloney think tank uh, to put out a fake poll. This was uh, kind of a minor political insider baseball thing that happened oh, a couple of weeks ago Brandy foundation led by paul guessing uh, they got together and put some propaganda out uh, that isn't necessarily conservative wow I, I i suspect i don't know someone wrote a check because with guessing it's all about lining his pockets but anyway uh, never never donate to that organization that business of lining lining the pockets down we got to do that and what, what, yeah what oh, that hey, it's a great gig if you can hey, if you can for, get it for uh, so love for he, sale so yeah, what I'm seeing early on here, I don't like Eddie. I will continue okay. to dig dig into this. And uh, listen, Mr. Marker is he's our man, and uh, we're, we're we're in the Larry Marker business at the at the Rock of Talk. So wow. uh, I think oh, he God. there's a reason he's running as an independent. And the more I doing, the more I do some research, the more I figure out he's probably doing the right thing. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I, I thought I would ask. I was getting some heat. Why aren't you back in the Republican? I'm like, because he doesn't pick up the phone and call me. Like, I answer my phone. I generally don't respond to text messages. Like, if you want to get a hold of me, that, that's the best way to do. Dowd, e, Dowd at DowdMuska.com, just like it's spelled uh, right there. That's how you get a hold of him because the computer doesn't pick up the phone. Hello? Email. <laughs> it's all digital. Everything's digital. Right there in front of him. I yeah. just I just uh, drift around. I just Things that drift, drift, and then things just come to me, and they just, you know, they just... Just. Hey, so what's going on in your background over there, Dad? Before we get to hour two, you got what's going on? If you can kind of explain what's happening in the environs of the Dow three thousand, we got pink and orange and green, and then the maps, and um, <laughs> just, just kind of give us some semblance to understanding the uh, the supercomputer. Wow. Uh, well, the color coded here are the major counties in pink, uh, okay. sort of medium counties in orange. 
small counties in green and really, really micro, micro counties like uh, Harding with its grand total of, you know, 259 people. Those are in white. So this is sort of how I track population and, and spending in, in, at the county level. Wow, uh, okay. Let's see over here. This is a very extensive spreadsheet of how uh, local governments, which increments of the GRT taxes they have uh, implemented over the years. So that's okay. that's uh, one thing. Uh, a lot of reminders here, a lot of post-its. I just got word from Las Cruces they're actually going to get around to giving me the data I requested. So I have post-its that say, here's my IPRA password for the Las Cruces system. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it, there's a method to, to the madness. And then the big board here is where... Uh, the black, uh, the black little pushpins are where on the big on the national map. That's where my column is run uh, over the years, so I know what cities oh, I've been nice. in. So okay, yeah, good. Wow. Yeah. Now, nationally known. Yeah. Uh, folks, if you want to keep him here, uh, he requires some subscriptions. I do. And if you're willing to go ahead and uh, you know donate to the Rio Grande Foundation or donate to any of these other places that aren't doing the the real work. Dow does the real work, and he shows up every day for work. Um, I do. Here and ready. Please subscribe at Rock of Talk Chat. Uh, throw him a bone. In fact, uh, throw him 100 bones or 70 bones, uh, please. Uh, and for the record, folks, I've been looking at uh, one of the things that is amazing about being in a in business now or even a small business is these Silicon Valley algorithms. Oh. They, they make they make these, you know, analytics and metrics and, and saber metrics and quant stuff available to you. It's just, you know, it's all digital. So you, you just click on all you can click on all your metrics. I think the nine year, nine month retention rate for people who subscribe. Last time I looked at it was 100 percent, meaning all the people who signed up within the last nine months. Nobody has left. So uh, there, I don't know. Customer satisfaction is very high on Rock of Talk. Chat. There you go. Uh, or Dowd, Dowd Moscow. We got to make sure we uh Dowd Musk of the Dowd 3000, doing, doing great work. Uh, there's something called Daigle charts. Do you know what those are, Dowd? Daigle charts? D-E-A-G-E-L. -E -E I've got a listener. She wants to send me the, the Daigle charts. We're starting to, you know, I, as you heard me allude to, I was actually dropping some big bombs there uh, on Larry. But, uh, I mean, I anticipate in a, you know, sort of a E-L-E, extension, extension, extinction level event that will happen within the next couple of years with a population reduction. And I think it will come to the people who took the VAC. Um, you are doubt, no doubt exposed at higher rates. We're starting to see the clues that are in. Uh, I was watching a little bit of InfoWars. They're showing me the innards of, of this stuff. This is scary stuff, folks. Very, very, very scary stuff. So um, the next compounding thing, in addition to the markets coming down, your gas prices going up, and you saying, yes, you're uh, Joe Biden, you're still doing a good job, is going to be an extinction-level event. So ex anticipate that, I would think, within the next, um, I don't know, year to two years, uh, at least. And, okay, uh, uh, what I'm finding is Edwin Daigle, uh, yeah. or Deagle, D-A-G-L-E, uh, he has a website, he has found, claims to have found a document that the feds are saying that the U.S. population will be reduced by up to 69 million people by 2025. That yeah. is a testable hypothesis because I plan to be around in 2025, so uh, I'll keep it on my radar, Eddie. There we go. So we're going to talk about that. I want to talk about these Daigle numbers. We're going to have Zanetti in here. Uh, he's going to talk about, no, not running for governor, because uh, that's over. Uh, we're actually just going to talk about the markets. That's what he does. Uh, the market's going sub-30. I told him to come in on the day that they went sub-30. Today is that day. We are here. Uh, the world is going to be very different uh, moving forward. And you chose this, folks. Every single time you chose not to defend Donald Trump, 
every single time that you chose not to uh, question the uh, election, every single time that you uh, chose not to believe in this country and sacrifice your rights at the altar of whatever you thought was politically correct because you didn't want to offend uh, a black person, a gay person, um, I don't know, someone who's afraid of guns or somehow dream up something that has anything to do with the environment. Uh, you have created this environment. You're responsible. So we get to all the commentary on here. As the wind cries Mary. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hit the top of the hour news. And we'll be back to start hour two just for you right here from the ABQ. AM1600, KIV, ABQ.FM. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am six hundred KIVABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. That's from five fifty fifty five hundred. Look, Chinese have discovered intelligent life. They said there's no more intelligent life in the United States of America. So they have, uh, are looking beyond the uh, sort of uh, borders of our solar system and going out in the deep universe and then sharing the information and then letting you know that, hey, you guys are crazy, crazy, crazy over there. There's actually intelligent life. So the very things, this is how far we've gone, folks. The very things that the government, we wish our own government would share with us, we now have to also get from the Chinese in addition to uh, half your furniture, three quarters of your clothes, and probably about 90% of consumable products that you use in the year 2022. We got uh, D. Muska, hour two, just for you here in the ABQ. And uh, Dowd, how are you? Uh, just lost down the rabbit hole of uh, of uh, pop, pop, uh, planned population decline. It's it's a very interesting uh, thesis. And as I said, <clears throat> uh, when you make these kind of claims, uh, people like me write the record down, and we we hold you to what you said. <laughs> so uh, I guess if it's yeah, based on this. Uh, well, I, it's a real website. I mean, it, 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 I, it's not something I have to worry about because I have zero intention of taking uh, that shot. Never have. There's. A, I actually sent you earlier today. <laughs> oh, so you think there's some validity to what I'm talking about? Then. Well, no, no, no. I mean, really th that claim is being made. I don't. I, okay. Fortunately, I will still be alive on December 31st, 2025. I think if 70 million Americans disappear by 2025, we will we will notice it. Uh, a You're lot right. of people. A year and a half ago, said everyone who who took the, takes the jab will be dead within three years. So that seems like it's about the same uh, time frame. Now, yeah, if it's if it's everybody who took the jab, if I'm not mistaken, more than 200 million Americans have taken at least one of those Two, shots. 240 uh, is two, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah 240 million is where we're at. And to me, that just says I get a free house when all this goes through because there's going to be a lot of empty houses. So uh, yeah, there you, you know, there, there you go. I, way, I also great, have a, great, uh, a shelter plan. Good job. <laughs> yes, that's 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 my version of planning. Uh, also, more and more people in my life, I know I won't give any names, have uh, been fully vaccinated and they have subsequently tested positive for the virus. But I, I won't I won't mention any more names. But it's. You know, it's just what what do I use? I use that word delicious. It's just delicious yeah. when that happens. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the other thing, not that we're wishing anything bad on them, but we kind of told you that this is just opening up the um, you know the airways, so to speak, uh, to your exposure to it, and we're seeing that more and more and more. So we're missing you know sixty million people in twenty twenty five. Uh, we're missing nine trillion out of the stock market. Uh, is anybody missing that? I don't know. It all matches up. So, so somehow it's just like we're just missing things. Does anybody care? Oh, no, but Joe Biden's still doing a great job. Our country's still 
you know, on the growing path. And we got um, the former gubernatorial candidate. I'm just so glad we're not speaking to him as a gubernatorial candidate anymore. We can we can finally talk talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. We got uh, Greg Zanetti. How are you, sir? Oh, I love that segue. Let's see. We've got 60 million people disappearing and nine trillion in cash disappearing yes. from the stock market. Where'd it go? What happened? What happened? Where where's my where where's uh who moved my cheese? <laughs> a bunch of it's going to cash, and a bunch of it is going to energy, commodities, and metals right now. In fact, today's a great day to look at that. Yeah. So the market's down 700 and something points, mm-hmm. but oil was up. Uh, gold was up. Uh, food yeah, was up. Yeah, oil's definitely up. I think everybody and their mother can tell you that oil is up, Greg. We didn't need you for that, but I'll tell you, <laughs> we're, not talking about, we're not talking about that end of it. I mean, honestly, I can't sit down every single time I go to the gas pumps, and I'm doing it less frequently. Um, I think we're seeing um, this uh, growth in the anger of, of people. I, hear, I see people yelling at inanimate objects, namely their gas pump. Right. Every single time they tell me, like, they're surprised. I'm like, we got to start putting that Biden sticker on every single gas pump out there. Right. Okay. So let's talk about what's going on and why the Federal Reserve that hiked interest rates, what, three quarters of a percent yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. They are acting like a general who's fighting the last war. Okay. And so. The, I like that. Yeah. All right. So the last great inflation war was the 1970s. And, Eddie, that was inflation that was driven by rising wages. Mm -hmm. Back then, unions were demanding pay raises all the time. Mm -hmm. Plus, you had something of an overheated economy. So in came Paul Volcker. Does that name ring a bell? Oh, yeah. We talked about him. Dowd mentioned him again yesterday. Yeah. All right. So Dowd's up on it. He's a tall, little overweight, bald, cigar-chomping, grouchy, white guy Mm. who understood money. And he said, all right, how are we going to beat this? Well, he started hiking rates. And interest rates got, the prime got to 20%. Yeah. And at that point, Americans surrendered and they said, hey, look, we're not spending anymore. We're saving. You get a CD at 18%, I'm in. And since that time, since he broke the back of inflation there, we've had falling interest rates, which has been great for real estate and the stock market Mm -hmm. and NM. All right. So now you've got Jerome Powell who said, Paul Volcker's my hero. And now he starts the rate hiking stuff. All right. Did he but, actually say those words? Yeah. Oh, he said that earlier this week that Paul Volcker was his hero. Okay. Okay. But this inflation is not the inflation of the 1970s. This ain't your mom and dad's inflation. No, this isn't World War II. This isn't night. This isn't. He's fighting Time the to wrong button up, war. Bat down the hatches, come together and do it for Uncle Sam. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. What's driving this inflation? This inflation is being driven by scarcity. We have supply chains what, breaking down. What the hell? Right. If there's anything that this world should not be dealing with, it's scarcity. Uh, let's talk about gas first. Why is there scarcity? Well, because we have a president who shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Wait, is he, he a said, Republican or a Democrat? Oh, wait, let me think. Yeah, down, definitely a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. We got a guy who's creating scarcity right. to shut down the Keystone. I, I was listening to talking to some idiot New Mexicans who were telling me, Hey, you know, the Keystone, the XL, they never even open up. You were self-sufficient. Like, he right. literally believed all the crap coming out of his mouth. Right. Right. And so, and, and then he shuts down the leases on federal properties, and then he adds on all kinds of uh, rules and regulations and all this. And then he, then he goes to the Saudis and to Iran and to Venezuela. Did he bow? He says, open up your, your gas spigots, your oil 
you know, for us, but he won't go to Houston. He won't go to Roswell. He won't go to Carlsbad to say, Hey, how can you guys help us out here? Yeah. It's stunning in its uh, hypocrisy. So anyway, we've got inflation driven by scarcity with breaking supply chains. And of course, everything that's happened in Ukraine has added to this and a slight parenthesis here, just prepare. China is preparing for the Taiwan thing. Okay. And so, yeah, where does that happen? When's the invasion? When's the takeover? Uh, where's our excuse? And why won't we fight back? Uh, well, I, I don't know the when, but I know that legally How they are, close? they're put it close. I would, within a year. Okay. All right. So that's definitely happening. Well, Do we it, need to fly our Taiwanese flags and uh, <laughs> exactly. start sending uh, our, you know, right. whatever we can? Yeah. Because that's kind of how we'll do this. Meanwhile, they are getting out of our treasuries. They're selling because they don't want the, oh, the financial, you know, sanctions coming against them the way they came against. And the they're Russians. buying rubles. They're buying. They're using rubles to sure. buy gas and Russia. Right. Russia's uh, currency is way up. But Russia's currency is higher than our currency <laughs> since the beginning of the war. <laughs> I, mean, I know Biden's thing that said we're going to make the ruble rubble. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. You're you're correct. Everything he's done, you, you just shake your head. All right. Oh, but, what's wrong with these Democrats? Are they are they really that stupid? I think they're slaves to their orthodoxy. Okay. And they can't believe that what they what they the illusions that they believe are true aren't true. Where are their churches? Where are the Democrats' churches? Is it besides NPR? I guess on the internet. Yeah. Uh, that's probably where we gotta they find go. their churches and burn them down because the Lord knows they're trying to burn our churches. Down. Yeah. No. They know, everything that we're doing. Yeah, no, no, they're they're, they're, they're assassinating. Alters. They're attempting to assassinate uh, Supreme Court candidates. Yeah, you didn't hear about that on any no. Sunday talk show. Not no. one. Mm -mm. If that had been, uh, you know, a year ago, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it would have been everywhere. Yeah, but not Ruth. Right. Ruth sent us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So you've got inflation driven by scarcity, which Biden is adding to the problem, and inflation driven by loss of confidence in currencies mm -hmm. because. We've printed a trillions of dollars, printed trillions of euros and yen and yuan and everything. The whole world's been on a printing spree. Well, when you lose faith in currencies, the currencies devalue against things that can't be printed, hard assets. Yeah. And you get rising prices in the commodity mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. All right. So now he hiked interest, rate, interest rates yesterday by three quarters of one percent. Yeah. All right, Eddie, Mr. Real Estate Guy. Yes. We have mortgage rates now at six percent. I'm following six houses as we speak. Right. Okay. I would have traded like that. Right. And now I don't hear. Uh, right. Mortgage applications are at 22-year lows. And we are looking at refis don't even exist anymore because yeah. you can't refi at 6%. Well, and you could. You just have to be the guy that... Uh, you know, hasn't refied since 2004. <laughs> yeah. And, and who, the <laughs> who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? Do you think job mortgage brokers just going to be, I mean, other than uh, us uh, taking good care of our clients, uh, both Clint and Ben. And they're great uh, guys. Yeah, they're really, Ben's a good guy. Absolutely. You know, and he's going to, I mean, I mean, uh, a mortgage broker is just going to be jumping off a of roof. Well, they see what's coming. And those two guys have been through it before. They, they'll yeah. know how to handle it. Yeah. And, New Mexico, this will, New Mexico will probably weather this a little bit better because all of the government employees that we have here. Still, to think that we're going to see 21% year over year, you know, house prices rising, probably not in the cards. Meanwhile, you see what's going on with the stock market. And, what, and what's going to happen in these cities? These cities like Phoenix 
and Denver and um, Miami. I mean, it's going to be bad. It's going to be worse than it was back in 2008. And you lived it in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I had to leave. Right. I mean, I literally, I had a commercial real estate broker literally just jumped off, jumped off the building. Yeah. Really? The Panorama Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, there was people living like in, in sewers and gutters. There were people that just couldn't keep it together because it was all stated income stuff. We try to prevent right. that from happening, but the only thing worse this time is all the Blackstone money that's chasing it around and taking right. that they're going to come and take all these houses from these people. Which will basically destroy neighborhoods because neighborhoods, we all at least just sort of get to know each other. Now you're just going to have people coming in for in a short out. period of time, yep. in and out. It's going to destroy Renting. any yeah, cohesion. That's what, I, it's what I existed for me when I was in Vegas. I mean, we didn't know who, who the hell our neighbors were. There's just people that are in and out. Right. All right, so now they're slamming us into a recession. Mm. So you're going to have housing going down, stocks going down. You're going to have defaults. You're going to have businesses shutting down. This and, is worse than COVID. Let's right. Can we compare this to COVID? Yes. I mean, there's there's no question this is going to be multitudes worse than COVID. Right. And how come nobody is talking about that? Right. Okay, so now what happens? In a recession, you produce fewer goods. You have fewer businesses. That's going to lead to more scarcity which is the root cause of the inflation right now is we're having supply chain breaks and fewer products of what products we do have left go up in price. And now he's slamming us into a recession, which will lead to more scarcity. And meanwhile, then your economy begins to weaken, which leads to lack of confidence in your currency, mm-hmm. which is the other part of the inflation equation right now. They're, they're doing the exact wrong thing right now. And I just think you're like those generals who fought the last war because you loved General Patton. I'm going to be Patton during Vietnam. You love Paul Volcker. Right. And so what, what's an investor to do right now? Because yeah. what we're going to have is a slowing economy with rising prices. Yikes. So stagflation, stagnant economy, rising inflation. I, I remember there was a guy that was on the radio that talked about stagflation uh, a <laughs> year and a half ago. Oh, like, yeah. What the hell is stagflation? Yeah. Eddie, you and I saw it coming. We didn't see that Afghanistan and Ukraine would be catalysts, accelerants to all of this. All right. But, I got to stop you there. Yeah. Um, is there any reason for us to be involved in either place? No. Okay. And then secondly, as a general, as someone who knows this, can a leader use either one of those things as an excuse as to why things are worse off than they are other than no. the purposeful entrance into the Ukraine? I mean, what the hell are we doing in the Ukraine? Um, it makes zero sense to me other than covering up all the tracks of all the corruption of all of the World Bank, the World Economic Forum, and presidents like Joe Biden who are corrupt crooks to the nth degree. I think you have really good analysis on that. Yeah. And so, you know, poke our now, finger. Now, and you, now you know why I'm depressed. Well, I don't I mean, I, yeah, I am. I, I'm because I'm looking at this, and we saw all this stuff coming. We've seen it coming for a while, and we we talk about this. But so, tell us how bad it is, and how bad it's going to get. Well, the stock market, you may see a rally here because nothing goes straight down. Although it could. Let me give you some scenarios on game changers. Okay. Because everything's everything's interconnected. Start from top to bottom. What's the most practical, likely to the least likely? If I were betting right now, I would tell you to look at Japan. Okay. Yeah, I am. I've been watching the Nikkei. In fact, I'm looking at the Nikkei. I already predicted it was going to go sub 26. It's at 26,431 uh, as we speak. It's uh, rallying just a little bit so far. 
Um, but we are going to go back to 2017 levels. Uh, I watched the overnights on Bloomberg. Just so you know. Well, yeah. I mean, you're as nerdy as I am. This I just is, love this stuff. I just like I the numbers. Yeah. Just like no, no, I, I watch the Asian Open, you know, on Sunday night. All right, how's it look? That's why no one invites me to parties. <laughs> Anyway. We can't vote for Greg Zanetti for governor. The man is just too damn smart. No, he's too yeah. damn boring. Yeah, he's boring. Okay, here he is talking about numbers and doomsday scenarios. Can't why we why just do we talk need to pay about attention the Cowboys? To that? No, yeah. we're going to talk about the Federal Reserve, whether you like it or not. The Nikkei was at 28,246, um, basically six days ago. Okay, now look where it was in uh, 1989. Does, it, does your chart go back that far? No, it doesn't. 39,000. No. 39,000. And today, how many? 33 years? No, we're at 26. We're at at 26 today. Right. And so, right. So it was a 39,000. Will we ever see 30,000 once we leave it? No, because here's the issue with here's the issue with Japan. Let me ask that more clearly because I felt like you just raced through that. Will we ever see 30,000 again in the United States in the stock market? Yes or no? If we have a lot of inflation, the answer is yes, but it will not have the buying power of 30,000 today. Okay. So in real terms, it's never going to be Correct. what it in was. In real terms, yeah, yeah it's going to be a so long We printed haul. a bunch of money. People threw it at the market. They thought they were going to make money, and now all the profit-taking is happening. And here right. it goes. So the most likely scenario is? The market heads down, and it heads down hard. And so here's again how the rising interest rates are going to hurt. So at well, What are your clients saying right now? Well, my clients are really happy because we're making money. I know. And yeah, we are, yeah, I do and, hear that. And we are getting clients from other firms saying, I've been hearing you on the radio forever. Can you help me? And, uh, Eddie is terrible. Isn't he? <laughs> no, no, you have lots of fans uh, out yeah. there. No, nobody likes me. Nobody listens. Don't worry. Okay, so Eddie, we're going to go back in time to, uh, I don't know, 2011, 2012. Right. Interest rates have dropped you know, to near zero. Yep. And you are now on the board of directors at Procter & Gamble. All right, and now uh, I walk in along with the attorney and they say, Mr. Uh, board member, we believe that Procter & Gamble should borrow $50 billion and we should buy our shares back. And you raise your hand, why would we do why that? Why in the hell would I do that? Well, Mr. Board member, we can borrow at 1%. Meanwhile, our stock is paying 3%, so we could take the $50 right. billion, buy our shares yeah. back, pay ourselves the dividend yeah. of three. Yeah. Only pay one, right? And then we're going to shrink the number of shares available to the public, mm. and it's our earnings per share mm. that Wall Street watches, mm-hmm. so we can make our price go up of our stock, and you, sir, get paid your bonus based on the share price. How would you then vote? And they might say, "And sir, if you don't take advantage of these low interest rates, we might get sued for being fiduciarily irresponsible mm-hmm. during not a mean, time not of cranking enough cash." Right. So you vote yes. You guys buy a, you know, borrow fifty billion. You buy your shares back. Procter and Gamble soars. You get your bonus. Now it's 11, 12 years later. Now that fifty billion dollars is coming due. You got to pay it back. Wait a minute, but now rates aren't one. You might have to roll that over six. at five or six percent. Yeah. Uh oh. So what? Uh, how many? Of these companies, everybody are we talking? Everybody. everybody that could okay. do it did it. Okay, so this is the mechanism that is going to accelerate uh, sure. and just burn through everything. So right. where is the where's the crater? Where's the uh, as, like we always like to go to the crimson tide? Where's crush depth? I mean, when does it happen? No, where is it? Like at what point in the timeline where they were going to have that call due? That mechanism was set in at a. 
yeah. specific period oh, it's of time. It's starting now. It's a rolling process. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and just picking them off one by one. Is yeah. there workouts? Yeah, they'll do workouts. And, and what what do the workouts look like? Oh, what you are they see. achievable? I I guess is what I should ask. Sure. I mean, they may extend it out, but now they're going to extend it at a higher interest rate. So now the interest on your balance sheet is going to be rising, which will decrease your profits. Or you have the choice. You could sell shares back into the market to raise cash. Oh, no, that's not going to happen because there's no confidence. Right. And so that would shove your share price down. So oh. nobody wants to do that. <laughs> so there's <laughs> one thing finally paying the piper. Exactly. Okay. And the piper is charging six times more than what he was previously charging. The spread no longer exists. And right. the 10K reports start to look like what? Uh, they start the. The, red, earnings red, red. That, the, the earnings that drove this economy higher suddenly dissipate. And uh-oh, if you think that rising prices are rising earnings, rising profits are going to push this market forward during a recession and with having to pay more on all that debt you took out, mm -hmm. no. These are going to be pressures on the stock market down for a long time. We'll get to the practical moments in a second. Uh, we're talking at a very sort of uh, heady rate and very quickly, so hopefully you're able to capture that. But um, what we're going to drop on you is sort of like an end game of what this looks like, which is where you need to put your head at. And whether it was COVID or anything else that we've ever talked about, we've told you where to be. Hopefully you're going to listen right. to us this time around and have the practical knowledge and wisdom so that you can move forward in, in your own life. Okay. So, uh, second thing that immediately comes to mind is fascism corporate owns, uh, <laughs> now getting, uh, owned by government. Uh, yes. government takeover because we've had this sort of vertical integration of companies that have right. chewed up other companies and then that company can't pay for itself because it's used this mechanism to jump into there and so the government's going to jump in and start buying or taking over these companies so then we right. have fascism right okay no you've just hit on it so there are three ways money can come into existence. Right. All right. One way is it can be lent into existence. Right. This is what banks do. Right. We covered that. Guys, right. we covered that. Last yeah. time. All right. So that game is now over. I mean, you're not going to see nearly the lending at 1% that you're going to see at 6%. Mm -hmm. All right. So now the baton is being passed to government. Right. Government is now going to step in for the banks to stimulate the economy. It's already starting. You're Hilarious. already hearing them talk about universal basic income. Right. Gosh, we got to help people with these higher prices. Hilarious. It's a, it's the biggest joke out there. Right. Let's print money yep. so we can send it to people to help them pay for rising gas prices. That can't last for more than a cycle of an election. Right. But, I mean, th th this is why I'm starting to look at the, you know, the U.S. debt uh, on there daily, and right. the, the speed is actually accelerated. Right. So, all right. So you got to push money in that way, yep. or you can have a war. Well, that's an easy way to print money. We got to more contractors. Got to build yep. more missiles. Got to push money that way. Uh, more infrastructure problems. Yep. Shovel ready. Yep. Let's go build right, right. roads, bridges. Build back better. Right. But this money doesn't have to be paid back. Right. A money from the bank to you. Uh-oh, I got to pay that back. Right. Money from government. Right. That's just a financial hit, right. uh, like a heroin hit. And now prices really start to yep. ramp up. Yep. All right. Which then feeds this inflation cycle of, meanwhile, is the economy really getting stronger or are we just pushing money out there, right? pushing money out. So that the third way, and we will finally come to our senses, it may take a while,
but it will be, we've got to earn money into existence. Yep. You've got to make things, grow things, mine things. But we can't do that if we're having a war against those very things that are make things, earn things, grow things. Right. There's a war on manufacturing because of environmentalism and the right. output. We can't do that. If we want to uh, uh, grow things, we can't do that because there's going to be certain restrictions. We can't mine stuff that's coming out of the ground because we've got to protect the spotted owl or the uh, crazy lizard. Right. So let me give you an example. I had uh, lunch yesterday with a cattle grower. Real, really very successful. You're going to eat the rest of that steak? <laughs> Do you know how long we and hard we have to work to put that steak on your plate? Well, what do you I, mean you're only going to eat half a steak? Well, he went through it. He went through how much it costs to get a cow from oh, 750 no. pounds to 50. Not to mention the smell. Oh, yeah. But he said, Greg, he said fertilizer costs went so high that the farmers under fertilized. So what that means is you're going to have crop yields down about 10% just based on you know, the lack of fertilizer that mm -hmm. they could afford. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, on top of this, besides, you know, this heat dome that we've got over the western part of the United States, he said, we are looking at not famine, but we're looking at food shortages. Yeah. And then the food shortages that we need to feed our cattle, he said, here's your chance. If you're going to be buying beef, do it now. Yep. He says, because looking out November, December, you're going to start to see beef prices soaring. Yeah. So now, now you start thinking like an investor. Well, shoot, I want the price of my product going up. And so as a consumer, I hate the rising prices. As an investor, I don't know, you maybe ought to invest in food mm. and energy. All mm. these things that we're complaining about as consumers are mm. the things that did well today when the stock market fell 700 and something points. Meanwhile, this other small sector goes up. Yep. This is the game that's playing out there right now. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, you don't have to uh, say if it makes sense to us and our listeners. I just wish it made sense to the world out there so they can make the right choices. Right. Um, we have low information voters, even lower income voters, uh, right. that are choosing to cut off their necks uh, and spite their face at I this know. point. And, you know, I don't believe that there's a survivability rate that's uh, larger than zero. I mean, I think this ends, and I'm very pessimistic about this because, you know, I'm looking at the front page and I'm seeing Maggie Toulouse-Oliver literally, you know, calling in the Gestapo to say, you know what, we're going to persecute the uh, county commissioners in Otero County, and if you want change, you're not, we're not going to let you have this change. Any agents for change are going to be persecuted, audited, you know, sent packing or vilified. I mean, we are not in America anymore, and I just wish people would start to understand just how bad things are, and they don't. And... There's intelligent people like you, Dowd, and, you know, I, I, I like to count myself in that from yeah. time to time. And uh, we tried to be agents for change. And I, I don't know that anybody else sees the writing of the wall quite the way that we do. So what we try to do is help our listeners, give right. them advice, direction, you know, information, and then help them make decisions. I've got, you know, plenty of listeners out there who didn't vax, you know, took oregano oil the entire time, followed OSHA, stayed at home. Uh, when, uh, when when they needed to, to a certain degree, uh, because their, you know, uh, companies that they were working for told them to stay home. And then they went out and got a second and third job. You know, you know, people are, are really wanting to do something in their life. And we're making life less and less worth living. And once this comes down, this will be the psychological blow that nobody will be able to undertake because the, I'm going to leads me to my next uh, question. And, uh, you know, I was <laughs> making fun of this word uh, to doubt. Layoffs, 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 <laughs> layoffs. We are going to hit layoffs, and we had the misery index. If you right. call it that, was a, so we're going to go uh, economics. 
uh, on this. But that misery index, how quickly do we surpass 20% between the interest rates uh, oh. coupled with the unemployment rate? Now, within the I, year, you think? Yeah. Dowd, um, so this, you're telling me, you're answering this in a different uh, The current um, unemployment rate in the country is what, 3.8%? I, uh, I think it's 3.6. Let me check. 3.6. Okay, so we're at 3.6. But you know that's not real number. I mean, you know that. I mean, it doesn't count the people they've just dropped out of the workforce. Yeah, the gig economy guys. Right, yeah, right. the people are just working hand to mouth, cash and right. labor participation rate. Are we still hovering around sixty one? I think. Yeah, it's I think nationally right. around sixty one. I, I think in Nebraska it's like seventy percent. <laughs> the four year olds. The four year olds. It's like ninety eight percent. Like. Hell, everyone's working. What do you mean you got don't no, have a job? There's three of them out there. Go get two right. of them. You know, bring bring the home the money. Um, uh, sixty-two point three, Eddie. Sixty-two point three. Okay, so we're we're in the we're in the area. Okay, right. um, nowhere where we were uh, back yeah. uh, prior to the uh, dot com bust, which was I think we're at sixty-six, sixty-seven percent. Right. New Mexico right. is at what fifty-two, fifty-three percent. Yeah, low fifties. Yeah, yeah, low fifties. I think we're third worst. Uh, West Virginia. Uh, you know, every right. other person only works there. So layoffs. Did you see that the Federal Reserve says even with all these rate hikes, we expect very little change in the unemployment rate? I about spit out my coffee. You guys are out of your minds. How many? It's all just made up. Yeah, like how many jobs are we going to start losing? Well, Amazon already said they're laying off what a hundred thousand people. So you know, kind of start there. Tesla is laying off ten percent of their workforce. I mean, it's it's begun. And so, Eddie, I don't know. But what? wait, wait, I thought everybody was out buying a Tesla. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. The richest person in the world is leading the world, leading Twitter, and he's laying off 10% of his workforce. Well, yeah, no, and look at Tesla stock. I passed by a Tesla uh, station, a Tesla um, where they sell them yeah. in the mall. You know, they have one. And um, I went right by it, and there wasn't a single car. Not one in a showroom for people to look at product in one of the most expensive malls per square foot in the entire country. And you tell me what's going on there. It's very easy. The Teslas off the lot are worth more than the Teslas coming out of the parking lot because they're not making any more Teslas. Right. Quite, quite the way that they were. One battery, two. I mean, was it the Nevada power plants? Like five, six billion, I right. think is what they did. They can't crank out the number of batteries they need fast enough to generate the number that they would need for Teslas. And they're not affordable enough. Right. So Teslas don't uh, cost quite as much as they are. So Tesla's laying off, Amazon's laying off. Basically, right. uh, I think as we uh, we heard them, the MAGAFT economy, Microsoft, Amazon, Microsoft's laying off. Uh, we know uh, Amazon is. We knew Google, Google is. Net- Netflix uh, is. Yeah, Netflix is. Oh, they're cratering. Right. And so here we are heading to this recession with them applying the wrong remedy, and we're going to have rising prices in mm-hmm. a recession. Okay. So New Mexico, because we have so many government workers, will probably fare better than a lot of the other parts of the country. So, Eddie, what we should do— In the do, near term. In the near term, yeah, right. In the, in the, for the next two years, we're, right. we're sort of like kept from everything that's happening everywhere else. Right. Just like we were back in 2008. The recession didn't start until Susana Martinez, just like it was planned for her, uh, to end up having—like she, she basically took over a terrible uh, uh, economy. Right. So what should we do? During these two, three years that we might get this little respite the rest of the country doesn't have, man, let's let's go full bore on mining things, growing things, making things. Mm-hmm. Let's change the regulations. Let's change the tax structure. Let's do everything so that when we come out of this, and ben, eventually we will, it won't be permanent, New Mexico's position to go up. 
So that's how we have to be thinking right now. Yeah. And then if we're not thinking about the governmental level, start thinking about it at the individual level. All right, what can I do to create real wealth? Because I'll be the first one on my feet. And if I'm the first one on my feet, I win. And what will get me through this cycle right now is low tech. I shouldn't be invested in radio, Apple. radio, right. Right. radio, radio, <laughs> radio. It's true. True. Everyone needs to talk. You know what happens when people get nervous and things crash? Right. They talk more. Okay. So now let's talk. You, you mentioned the word crash and we were talking about Japan just a few minutes ago. Japan is a bug in search of a windshield that is going to oh, hit. Oh, that's cool. I love that. It's going to hit the United States. Here's why. <laughs> the Bank of Japan has been printing money now for well over a decade, walking those yen across the street to the government of Japan and saying, here, spend all of this money. The Bank of Japan has also been printing money to buy the Nikkei, to buy the stocks to support their stock market. They've also been printing money to buy Japanese bonds to support the bond market over there. And now it has gotten into crazy land. Eddie, if you were to if you were to adjust Japan's economy to our economy and the yen to the dollar, they are now printing the equivalent of three hundred billion dollars a month, a month to keep that economy going. All right, so that's a trillion plus every what quarter and two weeks or something. They are spinning out of control, and the and the world is seeing this. So. What does this have to do with now? Eddie, you remember when Lehman Brothers went down? Yep, I do. All right, so that was a $400 billion bank, a big bank, but it was never Goldman Sachs or J.P. Morgan. It was second tier. And that one bank took down pretty much the financial system in yep. 2008. We're not talking a bank. We're talking a country Yeah, here. Bear Stearns. Right. Right. Bear Stearns went down in February. Mm -hmm. And remember, oh, wait, remember what happened? Bernanke came in and said, we've contained the problem. The mm -hmm. big word, contained. Ah, it was. They created it. They created it. And then it gave the insiders chance. They knew what was coming. Yeah. Client number one was uh, Jeffrey Epstein, by the right. way, of Bear Stearns. Right. So then down goes. All right. So they spend the next five, six months getting the rich guys out. And they, by August, it was full throttle, get everybody out, everybody out, because we all know Lehman's going down. And then in September, down went Lehman, and, you know, we, we had the global financial crisis, or great financial crisis, whatever you want to call it. And then the it, bailout. Right. It took $22 trillion globally to bail out a $400 billion bank. That's how daisy-chained all of these losses could have been. And we're still paying for that, by the way. Right. Now... It's not Lehman Brothers. It's the country of Japan, the third largest economy in the world. And the vultures are circling right now. And we have an issue over there that could come over here that would be shocking to everybody, but it isn't that hard to predict. So these are the types of things that all of this government I don't know, intrusion into the free markets Governments pairing up with corporations, like you said, this, these public-private partnerships that enriched a few at the expense of the many, we are now, as you said a little while ago, Eddie, paying the piper. Anyway, is there a way for us to get through it? Yes. 
Do you need to be invested wisely? Yes. Uh, there, there's no more wiseness. Uh, uh, you should have, uh, you, you would have seen this and you're below 30,000. So let's go through these uh, okay. just because this is what you do. Uh, by the way, how can people reach you? Oh, uh, just call the office at 505-250-3754 or you can go to zanettifinancial.com. Okay. okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to give you a daily, a five-day, and a 52-week with a year-to-date on top of that. Okay. Uh, on top of that. So we're just going to run through the numbers. Okay. Start with the S&P? We'll start with the S&P 500. Um, this is the index uh, phone. Daily change down 3.25%. Year to date, five eight point seven four percent. Year to date, twenty three point oh seven percent. Yep, twenty three point oh seven percent. Yep. And in the uh, overall, <clears throat> yeah, this is pretty incredible. I'm looking at these numbers, and it's a one hundred index uh, down three point oh five percent today. Down twenty three point eight five percent. Mid mid caps. Uh, what's a mid cap? Uh, let's see. So you've got the large cap stocks, the Microsofts, Googles, that then drop down to mid cap, the mid sized companies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they are down uh, more, way more. Right. Uh, 4.73%. So the small businesses, smaller businesses going down first. Right. And then the small cap 600 uh, down 4.89% today. The small businesses getting punished down 22.42% for the year. Those will probably uh, take it harder uh, right. up front. And then something called the Super Comp 15 which is another index down 3.37, down to okay. 23.02. Okay, look at the NASDAQ, the okay, tech so, sector. Yeah, this is this is the, the bloody part. Uh, but it's down 30. Oh, well, we know if we were to look at um, Amazon, uh, Amazon's high was like a 34, 35. I think last time we looked at, uh, Dowd, would you look it up for me, please? Uh, I think it's probably sub 2,000 now, I would probably say, uh, or hovering around there. The NASDAQ stock market uh, down 9.43% for the five-day, down 4.08% today in the composite, down 31.95% on the year. Uh, NASDAQ 100, which is the tip-top, right? The best, right. the best of the best. Right. 4.02% down today, down 31.82%. Those are the biggest, right. most well-known brands that, uh, you know, biotech, biotech. Right. Biotech right. is down 2.21% for the day, down 6.65% for the week, and down nearly 30% on the year, 28.61. Right. Okay. Now look at the, you probably can't look at the bond markets. Yeah. I've got uh, other indexes uh, that are coming here. Gold and silver up. Yep. Um, Barely, uh, but up. It is. It's up 1.17 today. Right. In the face um, of all that selling, it's yeah. held up really well. Yeah, um, we have uh, something called that. That's actually up the CBOE volatility uh, index. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's, uh, that's the only one that's up uh, tremendously. It's yeah, up ninety-one percent for the year. Yeah, that's the volatility index. We okay, have that's lots not, of volatility. That's not the <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Look at energy. Uh, oil service. There you go. Uh, down five point eight four percent for the year. That's the service part. Okay. But so, but up thirty-one. Itself. Up thirty-one point one four percent on the year. Right. There you go. So no wonder uh, Joe Biden's trying to say that, oh, the greedy oil companies. Yeah. That's what he's looking at. Oh, those greedy oil companies. So. But see, if politicians like inflation, though, because they can they blame others and people don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so it's textbook. This is Putin's inflation. No, mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. And Pelosi will blame Trump. Trump will blame the Arab. I mean, it's the finger pointing. 
Mm. The reality is we've just printed trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and now and everything. And now what we're seeing is loss of confidence and scarcity, which will lead to and all the stuff we talked about at the beginning of this show. So here we are. It's a little bit like this. Are you a chess player by chance? No, quite uh, a little bit. I'm 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 not even decent. Okay. I will play checkers, with on the computers. Checkers or backgammon? No. Nope. Okay. Don't, don't really like either. All right, for you listeners out there, you, if you've ever gotten to a point in the game where every move is bad, and you just go, if I move here, I'm going to lose. If I move here, I'm going to lose. If I move this guy, I'm going to lose. And then you look back over the game and you think, let's see, I made a mistake way back there. I made another mistake there. It all brought me to this point, and there's no way to undo yeah, it. Yeah, you can undo it. This is what we've done. We have made all of these mistakes over the past, in particular, 14 years since Lehman Brothers mm. that have brought us to this point, and now they really have no moves left. So now they're going to start the blame game. And what we hope they don't start is a war. But you're seeing now the blame game coming to pass, and the rest of the world is adjusting. So you talked about the ruble earlier here, Eddie. All right, so what the Russians and the Chinese are saying is, hey, look. We are sending you guys real products, whether they're manufactured products out of China or commodities, oil, gas, timber, coal, uranium out of Russia, but, you know, natural resources. And you guys are paying us in digits, printed money out of thin air. Basically, you're getting our products for free. We object. We want to start commodity-based currencies where we're trading like for like something that's mined, grown, or made, we will trade for something that's mined, grown, or made. Oh, okay. So we're going to have free trade here. But what you guys are doing is just entering a computer keyboard, a trillion dollars, and telling us it's money. We don't believe you anymore. So this is when Biden got outflanked in the game. He said, well, we're going to impose all these financial sanctions on you, and you can't use euros or dollars. He said, fine, we'll use rubles. You have to pay for our goods and services, our commodities, in rubles or in gold. What was he saying? Our currency is backed by something solid, and yours isn't. And now the Chinese are saying, you know, Russia, we're with you. Iran is saying the same thing. India is saying the same thing. So you've got this trading block on the other side of the globe, which is two-thirds, three-quarters of the Eurasian continent is saying, you know— the jig is up. And then you had the Chinese in Saudi Arabia in April saying, we want you to trade at your oil in yuan, not dollars, at least with us, because we want to trade value for value. You send us oil, we'll send you product that comes out of China. Meanwhile, those Americans, they're just paying you in digits and with the promise of protection. Well, they're not protecting you. You saw what happened in Afghanistan. You saw they were getting clobbered out there in Ukraine. You guys ought to start working with us. So these are all of these wheels that are in motion right now. And we have weak, confused leadership in Washington, D.C. And this is our problem. So we have the wrong leadership at the worst time. Right. With in the middle of an election year. What could go wrong? Um, so, <laughs> uh, here we are. We are officially in, in uh, bear market territory. Right. Um, Money has probably never mattered more and met, never meant less um, when you're actually impacting, right? Because the growth That's is a great there's, quote. There's a disconnect. <laughs> Say that again. I don't, Money I don't has even, never mattered more. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, it, 
I, was, I, I can only think forward. It's yeah. not for me to, there's not like it's a catchphrase. So uh, as I'm looking at this and we're assessing this, and then you throw the word war out, and I think there's something that you're stepping over here. Um, and I think probably Dowd would agree because, you know, you deal in markets, you deal in money. Right. And then we're going to start talking about this from a political standpoint. So, you know, what could go wrong? Um, I'm going to say something. And then someone's going to say, Eddie, you're being hyperbolic. And I'm going to say, no, I'm not. What does civil war look like in the United States of America? Will the war come from the government against its people? Will the war come from people who need stuff and need to survive? Will it be an Armageddon-type war? Or will a war become more ideological? It's we versus them. It's got to be one of those three. Think hard, because... We need some direction on this. There is going to be a war. Something's got to give, and the giving is not going to be good. This is why people have stockpiled. This is why we won't let them take the guns. Uh, this is why people have had foodstuffs. I mean, Alex Jones happens to be right on just about every single darn thing that happens to be out there. Yes, he's totally crazy in many ways, but right. he has been right on all this stuff. So which, which form is the war most likely to come to us? Well, it'll start as civil unrest and social unrest in the cities first. Okay. And so you'll see as scarcity increases, and the other, you're going to see... Can't crime, afford. Right. Crime increases. So this is after layoffs, after massive layoffs, we hit the misery index. Right. Right? Okay. All right. So then that will exhaust itself because at some point the shelves are empty. Yeah. Right. And that's already happening. Right. Yeah, the gas is already, the runs on gas already happened. Right. And so then people start stealing from each other. And then you, you, you'll, it'll start to circle out from the cities out to the countryside. Mm -hmm. uh, although there's only so far you can go by foot. Because you can't afford the gas. You, you can't, can't afford to angel gas. fire. Yes. Right. And so you'll see then see people naturally separating into, I'll say, red versus blue. You know, just to make it, it's kind of a so broad you do brush. See, you do see an ideological uh, portion that absolutely comes in. really yeah don't you even no i don't i'm going to tell you why okay. and it has to do with the fact that everything that we've tried that the democrats democrats own what's happened in new mexico the democrats get to own what's happened in this country uh the democrats have decided that they wanted to focus on environmentalism and second amendment and transgender and black lives matter right. and um immigration and be nice to these people stop putting them in cages all this stuff that doesn't matter like, like none, all of those five things are five things that don't matter to anybody to right. be quite honest but if some liberal wants to complain about something, they'll pick one of those five things and then sit there and rattle their little, you know, cages and get mad. But nobody cares. Honestly, right. nobody cares about Black Lives Matter. Nobody cares about transgenderism. Nobody cares yeah. about any of this stuff. This doesn't put food on the table. It doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't uh, make things work. And, and, and so I don't think it's going to go in that direction. I think when you start getting to Maslow's theory of the hierarchy needs and you start to say, okay, well, I need food, I need shelter, I need right. love, I need well-being. Um, there's only one thing that can possibly give you all of those things, and it's not anything that the Democrats have been selling. They've made the propaganda, I think, stops, it ceases. And I think people put their hands up, they say, no, I'm not going to do that. And I think it becomes a fight against the government, the government that's forcing you to do this, that, and the other, and isn't giving you the outs. I think we finally, you know, customer service, the dad was talking about that with uh, Rock of Talk, yeah, we're going to be like, well, we're not getting what we're, we want from our government. And I think the government starves for money and decides to turn on its own people. That's what I think happens. Okay, so do we have division within government, though? No. Right. Okay, so you think it'll be... You're the part of the government, and it's going to be the government against its people within the next three, within the next two to three years. It's why you see the mandates that come in with vaccine 
you know, on your children and you're not allowed to use our public schools. And we're like, well, we don't want your public schools. They suck anyway. And I'm not going to get my kids vaxxed. And then it turns into, well, you're not going to serve my kid that. And uh, no, I'm not going to go to school, uh, go to work, go to, you know, the base Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, or, you know, only put out trash on days ending in. I mean, I think right. what you're going to see is a real battle against people who are going to raise their fists up against the government. The liberals will look at it in one way and they say, you didn't stand up for our rights. You let these people trample on us. And then the government will say, well, those aren't as important as people being able to live anymore. <laughs> so they're right. going to focus on something else. On the right side of things, they'll say, well, you didn't do what we needed you to do, so we're going to go ahead and do it our, ourselves. And right. just like MediShare, they're going to go ahead and figure out ways to provide for themselves within communities. So you already talked about that right. already, which is when you were talking about... Uh, Community versus government. Yeah, pitchforks and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I think that's where we uh, get to. I don't think it becomes ideological. Dowd, uh, can you weigh in on, yeah. on that, with the way that you see that coming out? Because we're just... And he doesn't like to guess at anything, but... <laughs> oh, no, I don't. He's our numbers guy. Yeah, but it just seems to be the most practical way. I think if you have an economic <clears throat> crashing and your dollar doesn't hold up and suddenly... Your credit cards uh, aren't working because uh, Lehman and the rest of these guys uh, don't have enough money to lend you the money on the swaps for you to get buy what you're going to buy. I mean, this is this is it. it this well, I mean, you're, 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 you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You hit it, hit hit it, Eddie. Uh, it's it's awfully easy to be obsessed with your Ukrainian flag tweets and whether your neighbors are impressed with your new tile flooring in your kitchen, you know, and whether you have the the, the electric car and whether you have a heated toilet seat. It's awfully easy to be concerned about that stuff when times are good. Uh, and you've lived in, I said yesterday, the millennials have never lived at a time of hyperinflation. I'm, I'm, I'm an old man, and I only barely remember the 70s uh, when inflation was out of control. All that stuff goes out the window, and uh, uh, the, the, the basic needs kick in. And uh, that's when people, things get, I, I said it yesterday, that's when things can get really, really yeah. scary. Yeah. So there he is. He's anticipating sort of the same thing. So now that we've given you sort of our insight, yeah, no, I try, to, try to bring it together because I think things aren't going to be bad. They're going to be completely worse than what you can imagine. That's how bad it is going to get. All My right. kids are never going to grow up in a world in, of safety like they did the, uh, the next generation. I mean, I'm so glad you do what you do for my family. Uh, Greg, I want to thank you for that. But I will tell you that I, I first people I worry about are the very old and the very young. We're the sandwich generation uh, in between sort of keeping this together. And these next 20 years, you know, I don't know that it's not a, a great idea for me to sort of step off a plank, so to speak, and, and not live to that. But I know that I've got to do this for my kids. I'm never going to be able to enjoy quite the life that I want because this is going to go on for a generation. We have got the next 10 to 15 years. When you think of 33 to 45, you think of Roosevelt. Well, that was all set up by Harding and right. all the stuff that happened that preempted that Coolidge. I mean, that was a full 10 years. We've lived the roaring 20s already. Yes, we just lived them uh, a whole decade before it was supposed to ha actually happen. This depression will be longer, it'll be more involved, and it'll be a, a trade-off of what you're willing to give away in order to get whatever it is. And as we both know, that uh, we deserve neither if we're willing to trade any of that. Okay, so some things will go away which are good. All this transgender stuff, yeah. all those silly things you just talked about. Yeah, silly. No, all, yes. no one's going to care about I, That's a way to characterize it. Perfect. Right. And so also the debts will be erased. Mm -hmm. So right now we've burdened the younger generation here in this country. You say with $31 trillion of debt, yeah. it's actually higher than that. But Eddie, they can't, your kids can't fall that way. No. All right. So they're going to be- A trillion, by the way, not billion. Trillion. A trillion, sorry. Right, so we're going to cut your kids loose from all of that debt. 
Now, it will be at the expense of retirees and the older people because they're the ones who are dependent on Medicaid, Medicare, military retirement, Social Security, and so on. Now, they may still get those checks. They just won't buy much. But the kids will have time to adapt. We're going to have a new currency system. And so How that's, soon? It, it depends on how it's going to be. It's going to be out. fully electronic. Yeah, within the next three years. Which of the trillion-dollar companies are going to be the first to be consumed by the U.S. government? Google, Apple. I think they already are. Google and Apple and Microsoft—they've been working hand in hand with the government. So is Twitter. Okay. For a long time, that's how they became these companies. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, they're already co-opted. I think. So anyway, yeah, it's, um, but there will be some good that comes out of, you know, from strife. Because right now, oh my gosh, I mean, people don't want to work. Anyway, that, that will change. Uh, but yes, we're going to have to go through some pain here. That's the best thing we could do right now, build community as fast as you can, which also means that you need to connect up because you can't have a society that totally disconnects from God or some absolute Mm-hmm. where you have some authority that's beyond human. Mm-hmm. Once you have that, where there's this higher authority, things get better. And so big community relies on covenant, mm-hmm. not contracts. Okay. And so the sooner we get to big community swamping big government, mm-hmm. big government can't conquer big community. Mm-hmm. Only when we're divided can they do what they want to do. So that's what we need to work on. Build community, and, and we can build back. The Kiva community. The yeah. Rock of Talk community. This exactly. is old. We'll do right this, and we'll do this here. Um, okay, so now that we've talked about all this, uh, I guess we'll put the nice. We're all going out for a drink now. <laughs> yeah, right? hey, everybody. Let's go, uh, let's go run up the credit card. And woo! Yeah. You got to be depressed or audience. Trip love, uh, casinos, and all. Uh, honestly, uh, honestly, we have it. Mike, just tell Mike, murder Mike, we can't hear him. So. Um, you, you'll get next there, buddy. Uh, well, we'll, and Mike's going to talk about the crime statistics. Yeah, that's everything we just positive. talked about starts with this stress financially. People act out the way they wouldn't normally do it. So, and plus they're disconnected from any kind of higher authority. So they feel like they can do it without any consequences in the eternal. So, and Mike is doing the north south head nod as we talk to each other across the table here. But yeah, I'm just going to guess you're seeing a lot more activity. Yeah, he is. Well, I don't want to take it there just yet. I don't want to stay on, okay, on this side on. of the hour if you don't mind. Um, we're sorry. here with Greg Zanetti. Yeah, no, he's, well, he's, he's ready to go. Mike's been ready to go for six months and yeah, he's got six months to unload that here in the Kiva. All right. So I was talking to Dowd earlier about an extinction level event okay. happening because in my opinion, the only way to survive much of this is going to go through a massive attrition just by simple invention. And, uh, Dowd's testing the hypothesis on based on this information that's coming down. That a reduction of what, 69 million is what this? 69, the Daigle prediction. Oh, the Daigle report. <laughs> yeah, okay. What, yeah. Do you, what do you know about that? Oh, it's been out there for a long time. And um, is there any validity to this, any interest? Uh, do you think there's going to be an extinction level event? And what, what does that look like? Oh, I think there's a group of people out there who truly believe in eugenics. They believe in what the, the Malthusian argument that the earth can only support so many people. Therefore, we, the elites who see it so much better, have determined we must cull the herd. Is that group out there? Yes. Are that's they, not they a have conspiracy. A, do they have any power? Uh, yes. What? They have some. Where? Uh, Bill Gates is part of this group. 
So yeah. he's got a ton of money. And so, and his dad was part of this. Gates has openly talked about this kind of thing. And does he have a bunch of followers? Yes. Is he part of something bigger? I believe. Yes. Uh, how big and how deep it is. And if that's really their goal, they haven't told Greg from Albuquerque, but you look at this, you go, what? This can't be coincidence what's happening here. Eddie. And so, yeah, there, I think there are a group of people out there who want to call the herd and they've been very open about it. And we'll see if they can pull it off. Why is there? Oh, wow. That, that, that was open to hear that last part there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'd rather them not do it. Any exactly. any other traction doubt on that Deagle report? Is, uh, uh, it's it's tough because it's really on the dark web, and I'm I, I don't know about the validity of a lot of these websites. So it's going to take me a long time to unpack this. But right. again, like anything else, it's it's great. It's like QAnon. You know, every prediction QAnon right. has ever made, none of it's come to it. You know, work, stay with the plan. On March fourth, Hillary's going to be arrested. You know, none of this stuff actually happened. So that, I love it. Is that where this is coming from? No. I, well, no, 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 no. I'm just I'm just comparing it. You know, a lot of people okay. make wild speculation, but yeah. uh, the environmentalists talk about this. They always say like, you know, oh, 50 years off. But when you make a very specific prediction within a couple year time frame, I love it when you do that because I can verify it in short order. Okay. So and we got uh, his his feedback on that. Um, that's good. So I remember the week before COVID, four weeks after the greatest state of the union, where we all felt optimistic and what's over there was not going to be over here. And Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and everyone's like, well, go out for Chinese and celebrate Chinese New Year, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Donald Trump's a racist. He shut down the entry into the United States on January 31st. And then, you know, we went through this whole thing collectively together where we're all, you know, saying, oh, it's going to, let's track the numbers. Don't you need to mask? Don't travel. Stay home. We mean you're an anti-vaxxer when we got to that part. And here we are again. Crisis uh, part, I don't know, 17. It's just another crisis that is thrown in front of the American people and that we're going to be having to deal with. However, this one actually has practical implications. We can't print money out of this. Um, we can't decide to go ahead and just grow jobs just out of nowhere. Uh, we're, we're as open as we possibly can be. Um, there has to be something that's got to give, and I feel like I am definitely onto something when I say an extinction-level event because I think it's the one of the ways that they will have to solve this problem. We're talking about, I, I think, the, the complete deconstruction and reconstruction of this. And they're doing that when they say build back better, yet they want to build it by saying, don't damage the environment. A lizard never has to worry about its cage or anything else. So it doesn't change its own behavior inside so that it gets fed. You decide to feed it. And you said it exactly right, the covenant, you know, God, something uh, beyond ourselves. Right. So <clears throat> I sort of feel... I don't say I feel, I know that we don't have any fear because we have buried ourselves in a complete stream of sensory exploration, you know, sight, taste, sound, Netflix, consuming, you know, conspicuous consumption, all these types of things that are going all this here. So the civil war will happen. It will happen, one, I think, people against their government. That will no doubt happen, and uh, they'll be rising up. I think that happens in the next three to four years. And I think we have 1776 all over again. Uh, I really do uh, believe that. I think you're going to see the breakdown of the United States of America. I think you'll see states 
secede uh, officially. I think that's starting to probably starting to already kind of go into, you know, that. And, and people were going to run for cover, red state, blue state, and they're going to realize the blue states that are supported by the federal government aren't going to be able to pay their bills. And the red states that were paying into the government were really the ones that were really there uh, all along. And without them, you can't do anything. So, Greg, let's talk to someone who's in high school. And let's just pretend for a moment that we're trying to give them a sort of positive outlook. They're about to go into high school, 13, 14 years of age. The, the world's in front of them. And we know all of these things of which we speak of, and we know what we're about to experience. And you tell me about what you would tell that person. What would you tell Greg Sedetti when he's 14 years old, knowing that all this stuff is happening? How would you, how would you prepare that person? Let's say, 14-year-old, you're going to be part of the next hero generation because heroes have to go through trials and you will man up, you will woman up, you will perform because you must and you will. It doesn't mean it's gonna be an easy life, but this is what happened, you know, that generation coming out of uh, the depression in World War II. I mean, if you could have told somebody in 1928, hey, look, 14 year old, you're about to go through the Great Depression and then you're gonna go fight in this war on the other side of the world where all these millions of people are gonna get killed and you're going to come out of it, and the world is going to be a better place for what you did. That's what you tell them, because that is the cycle. And so our job is to train up that 14-year-old to be the next hero What generation. are they training on? What do we teach them? Character, morals, ethics. It's not about so much about math, science, computer, you know, this kind of thing. This stuff comes from character. This comes from, are you a man or a woman of integrity? Do you stand for eternal things that last, you know, going back, Egyptians, Romans, Greeks, yeah, you've had heroes, you know, back thousands of years as part of our human makeup. You just have to nurture it. So that's our job. All right, now to- let's talk to his mom and dad. Mom and dad have $30,000 in credit card debt. They bought a house. They're very happy. They're keeping up with the Joneses. They're thinking about buying a Tesla, but the market went down today and they may not buy a Tesla any longer. Um, but they know they need to save on gas. They're working at new things to do it. And uh, they've got some debt. They got housing debt. They got credit card debt. Um, they got Jimmy, who's uh, having a hard time, uh, I don't know, sort of keeping up with what's going on uh, in the world. Uh, and he's a little bit rebellious. Uh, talk to them. What should they do practically, financially? Um, what would you tell them to do? Uh, invest in things that can't be printed as soon as you can. I would get out of the stock market on any rally. I would get out of your 60-40 mix of stocks and bonds that everybody says are so wonderful. These are broad brush. I can't give financial advice, but I, this, you know, I don't know. How about credit cards? What happens to their credit cards? Well, well, the interest rates will soar. Interest, yeah, because as the rates go up, the credit card companies, they're going to see defaults. And so what they'll be doing is hiking the interest rates which will make it harder and harder to get out of the debt. So tighten your belts, you know, pull in, get out of debt as much as you can. And then in your investment portfolio, it's your 401k, your IRAs, uh, you would invest in things that can't be printed and you watch, you'll weather this, you'll be able to pay off debts and you'll be okay. All right. Uh, Let's talk to grandma and grandpa now and uh, see what they have to say about the situation. They're going into this, they got next 10 to 15 years. Do they start cashing out on all the houses that they have and helping the, their their kids and their grandkids? Sure. Uh, or 
do they need to hold on to their hats? Uh, likely their longevity if they didn't get backs. Um, uh, and that's what we're talking about. Uh, what, what do they do? Uh, I, I think they need to anticipate that the social contract is going to be broken. That the contract, Explain that more explicitly. That the government and the people made deals that go back decades that if you contribute to Social Security, we're going to pay you enough money to help support you, you know, in your declining years. Uh, we're going to have Medicaid, Medicare, uh, you know, these safety nets there for you, and you've paid into them. Don't worry. We will provide them. That was the social contract. And we, we agreed. We trusted government. Government said they trusted us. Well, government is breaking those promises. And the sooner you recognize that and take more responsibility for the last few decades of your life, uh-oh, I need to adjust my IRAs just maybe thinking the way a 30-year-old would do because this cycle is going to go on for a while. You have a chance. By a while, are we talking about years? Yes, uh, years. Decades? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about decades, okay. but at least years. Okay. Uh, this cycle is just beginning. The great commodity super cycle, I think, is just beginning. So anyway, you have a chance to take care of your own final years of your life, at least financially, but don't count on the government keeping its end of the bargain. They're not going to. Okay. I think that's about all I can say. <laughs> Mike is putting his face in his hands. <laughs> well, we're trying to help people out and right. give them some advice and some direction. And, you know, we're, we're casting sort of three different scenarios. You know, the next generation, we know what they need to do. If you have credit cards, just pay them off. Just yeah. keep all the credit there. Save it for a, a rainy day when you need to go ahead and cash in. Uh, tighten up, trap down. Um, back in 1980, when Ronald Reagan inherited this economy, uh, and this country, uh, he was able to do it in about two and a half years, I suppose, with Paul Buckler. Um, right. so, uh, will we beat the 30 months that it took for us to sort of come out that, um, will, will it go longer than 30 months? How, how long does it depends on leadership. Okay. If we have leadership that feeds the problem, which is what we're having right now, then no, this will drag out. If we have leadership like Ronald Reagan, a typical washout reset, this kind of thing we're talking about, is three, three and a half years. Historically, you can get through it that fast and move on. Okay. That's so it depends on. We're leadership. literally talking about 2025. Right. Okay. So we'll see if the Deagle report's true. <laughs> there are yeah, only that's, 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 100 million of us left. You know? Yeah, there's it. Uh, so the God US, gets to choose any house he wants. U.S. federal debt. Yeah, that is true. He gets to walk right in. Uh, U.S. Uh, the Road. I watched, uh, I think I told oh, you about this. Cormac. Uh, uh, McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. Does, does, the, does, does the Road for us look anything like uh, I hope not. Cormac McCarthy? <laughs> A story about that? I have took, you read that? I read the book, and then I took... My wife and the kids to it when they were like young teenagers uh -huh. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I've never heard the end of this. You took us to see that horrible <laughs> movie on Christmas Eve. I think, I think uh, in, in a way, there's nothing more Christmassy than that boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's it was pretty everything. depressing. It was uh, U.S. debt clock at 30.52 trillion. Right. Uh, debt per taxpayer, 242,000. U.S. federal budget deficit official just climbing nearly 2 trillion. Um, so there we are. Uh, that's what it looks like. Uh, when Ronald Reagan took office, the federal debt to GDP ratio was 34.6%. Uh, today, uh, it is 129.41%. Federal debt to GDP ratio, uh, 2057.54%. Um, 
we have a forecast if we look at the clock time machine going forward and this gets really scary and since we're talking about 2026 uh, i've got two more questions to ask you we are looking at a national debt in 2026 of 40.1 trillion 40.6 trillion dollars with the average debt per taxpayer the average home currently in Albuquerque, which is over three hundred thousand dollars and the debt to gdp ratio is going from 127 to 182 percent no we won't make it that far what happened well the, the, those debt figures they have are based on the official figures the real debt in america is far higher they don't count the unfunded liabilities the promises mm-hmm. social security medicaid medicare military retirements they don't include that in the debt figure they just count this is the debt today but if the government were ibm and they had made commitments to their retirees that said, "Hey, look, we're gonna—you got to do some calculation on how many retirees, how many are gonna, how long will they live, you know, how much you gonna pay out to them." And you bring that number onto your balance sheet that says, "Hey, we owe this." The government doesn't do that, so unfunded liabilities, the promises, are way north of a hundred trillion dollars. Yeah, it's not payable. So, and that's not counting—I don't know if you've seen Dr. Skidmore's work. Uh, but he's basically said there's been so much dark money spent at yeah. it that never showed up anywhere. And no, the debts are much higher. We're, we're hitting the debt wall as we speak. Yep. So anyway, I, all that's just flim flam on okay. the screen. All right. There we go. Greg Zanetti, how can people get a hold of you? Like, uh, people are going to run to you with their money. <laughs> 505-250-3754. Just go to Zanetti. <laughs> Oh, yeah, ZanettiFinancial.com. Are you actively uh, doing everything day-to-day now? You're yeah, back, back in the sure. saddle. Oh, I love my job. All, right, All right, please, uh, folks, uh, support Greg. Uh, get him going uh, and uh, send him. Everybody who talks to him or Tom Crow, you, you're friends with Tom Crow? You and- Tom Crow's a great guy. He is honest. He's ethical. He's a really good financial advisor. Mm-hmm. No, Tom's a good egg. So there you go. So you got Zanetti. You've got Tom Crow. you got uh, Michael uh, Trujillo who does annuities. Uh, so right, and annuities than, have a place. Yeah. And he's the same way. He's a yeah. good guy. Yeah, we've got uh, good people on the station. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in here into the Kiva. Back after a break, and then we're going to wrap it up with the uh, Murder Mike Murder Report. Uh, we'll do that on Thursdays uh, going forward. Thanks for tuning in here on AM600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. <laughs> give uh, murder mike coming off a uh, hiatus a uh, cold open and uh, do a little bit of that but uh, he might enjoy that it's been some time since we've uh, talked to murder mike uh, how are you doing murder hi eddie uh, thank you very much it's, 
pleasure to be back. And hello, Dan. I haven't seen you or talked to you in a while, too. So extend. Hello, young man. You look fine. Hey, the gang's all back. Here we are. Uh, counting, <laughs> counting them down here. Uh, uh, what are we at? What's, what's the numbers? What's it, what's, what's it look like? Well, okay. I just, I'm going to kind of try to make it as brief as I can. You don't need to. You could, you could, uh, you could embellish. We haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Here goes. Well, I tell you what. First of all, we're going to start off with the fact that uh, this past Tuesday was the full moon, the strawberry. Oh, the strawberry. And on top of that, we have a planetary alignment, which Ooh. hasn't happened since uh, 2004. There's five planets all aligned. Which so, ones? Which ones are aligned? Uh, boy, you know what? I didn't have it. Dang it. Well, there's, there's <laughs> five out of nine. I'm sure uh, everyone's going to doubt for the answers. Uh, I'm sure it's Saturn and Jupiter uh, and Mars and Venus. What do you think? I believe so. Maybe yeah. Mercury. Maybe, maybe Uranus, you know, that's uh, always laying up. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, with that, I, I was literally talking about the planet here. Uh, oh, I realized that. Yeah. Wow. Which, which means people are being what? more crazy than usual. Because the planet's aligning. Does that make people crazy? It does. Which planets out? Uh, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Fortunately, wow, I literally named, I literally named them. You hit, you hit that right on the money. Yeah, he got it. He got it. Was just, uh, Hanging out in the uh, heavens. All right, so it lined up, and we had a strawberry moon, and uh, there you go. Which, which translates to uh, an increase in violent crime. Basically. Oh, was there was there an increase? Yes, there was. Oh, take okay. It. We're going to take it to the street. The criminals level. really are really into astronomy. They're like, oh, we're going to get them, bro. Tonight, the hey. planets are aligned, and there's a full moon. The strawberry moon. <laughs> Bethel's going down tonight, bro. <laughs> I love it. Actually, there's less burglaries on a full moon. Oh, and, really? Well, because the, it's so bright outside. Leave the doors open and, and bring out the chupac. The chupacabra. <laughs> the chupacabra. <laughs> Gonna get you. With a full moon, there's more light out. Okay. And so they can get Aha. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. You don't want to shine the light on the cockroaches. Yeah, when, when they're breaking into I'm, your house, they, they want yeah. it dark. Okay. The, 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 the moon's what you're trying to see. is kind of bright. It's kind of bright. Hey, don't go out and rob on the full moon, though. Wait ah, for the new moons. They do. Uh, other violent crimes are committed during These the criminals are pretty sophisticated, no, out there stealing the things under the full moon. They, they got a whole, I bet you they, I bet you each one of them has a pretty cool moon watch, too. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They got a moon roof, so they got to have a moon watch. Oh, they do. They love it. And a spoiler, one of those big spoilers in the pack. Yeah, they, that drop, they, they drop the cars. Big spoiler in the back. The moon roof is. We're gonna, actually, we're going to talk about that. In okay, good. In, That's in, great. In a, in a traffic segment, so, uh, which I kind of fully. All right, I, I'm going to stop interrupting you. You just you you just do murder, Mike. All right, but well, you're not doing it. I, I appreciate it, but okay. Now, per APD, uh, year to date, there's there's been 51 homicides. Okay, so uh, that's on APD's crime crime statistics. Mentiras. I Sorry. do believe there's more. Yeah, there's a lot. However, this past week, there was an additional four homicides this week. This is oh. past week. I think yeah. that just, just four. That's moon. kind of low. Only four, yeah. Only four for the week. Bringing us to a total of 55 homicides wow. to date per APD. So I think, again, there's, right. there's higher ones because I was reading over it. There's also, you know, suspicious deaths. Oh, been on. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of areas that still need to be uh, looked at. Okay. Um, Beginning with the first homicide, and that happened actually uh, Saturday afternoon uh, in the 600 block of Madison Northeast, where a person was stabbed to death. Mm. 
suspect. Oh, a gun didn't do him. Okay. <laughs> okay, wow, that's good. And Monday, we had our second homicide. And this is one that you first talked to, told me about, Eddie. It was uh, one on Cold Place in Buena Vista. Right in front of the NPR radio stage. This is Michael Flasher on We had sort of a murder today. Sort of a murder. <laughs> <laughs> it actually started at 3 a.m. that morning. Wow. APD responded to a shot fired call Ooh. in the area. When they got there, they discovered a male in the alley who was deceased, wrapped in a blanket. Damn it! So they easy. wrapped him in a blanket. Yeah, I guess they need to do more better yeah. job of hiding the body. Wow! They and just left them there in the alley. In the alley, yeah. Nobody even cared about it. No, they, they didn't. Well, he was going to catch goals, so they threw a blanket on it. And they forget the garbage on it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Roll them up like an old carpet. There's a lot of people renovating in that area. You know. There are and. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many times that actually happens. Uh, our third homicide happened actually the following day. Everybody knew this was coming, but it was a shooting at the uh, uh, the park, the Coronado Park. I'm sorry, Coronado Park. That's down there at 313 McKnight, I believe. That McKnight and the freeway, where the railroad used to be. Remember a long time ago, Dad? You mean where park. the homeless camp is? Exactly. That's where the shooting took place. Someone left a uh, gun there for the homeless people to play with, and what happened? Well, uh, they don't know what happened other than they. Yeah, and there's the a, everyone's watched it happen. No one's going to come forth because exactly. someone's got the heavy hand in ruling over whatever there's going to be. They exactly. want to rat him out. He was a bad guy anyway. Exactly. That's exactly. That's, actually, that's, you got it right on the money. Because oh, wow. The very that's... next day, that park was empty. There was oh, not wow. a camp in sight. Mm. I don't know where they Amazing how that happened. And you know the city. Uh, well, maybe we should have more murders in in the homeless camp. <laughs> Fix things. I mean, it's a great way to, to Tim Keller. We've got a great idea to clean up homelessness. Uh, just uh, have a murder. Yeah. Well, you know he he uh, he has that park cleaned every two Clean. weeks by the city. Our city taxpayers are paying for them to camp out there illegally, by the way. And they go in there, they trash it out with human feces and everything else. They're having sex out there. I've yeah, literally seen them having sex out at the park. You can't drive past mm. Mm. I see them doing a lot more than having sex. It's pretty disgusting. But then yeah. it has to do with that planet that's uh, in the sky. But oh, wow. <laughs> you, you, you needed to go back there. I after, had. After I we had finished it. off. Uh, it, it wasn't even included in the planetary alignment either. I know. But it is at the homeless park because they, they cleaned it out. And I'll bet you with two, I'll bet you two to one, there'll probably be uh, a full camp there by the end of the week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting that to happen. I don't know if you need some gas money. I'll have to fill up your entire tank for you to make it down there because uh, we got to protect the world in 2045 and make sure we're carbon free. Are, are you gentlemen suggesting that if you go past that park, you'll see a lot of Uranuses? I, 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 uh, there we go. Oh, there we go. it's late. Wow. That, that was on the we're, fence. Yeah, we're running out of material, so we'll, we'll, we'll stay on the eighth planet. All right. Or well, is it the eighth planet? Uh, well, well, we'll move on to okay. uh, the Let's fourth do that. Uh, number four. Uh, and this happened last night about 7.15, and that was on at the Pet Boys or in the parking lot of the Pet Boys on San Mateo or on Central, just east of San Mateo, between, or not east-west. Yeah, east, I'm sorry. Manny did did Manny Moe or Jack see anything? Manny I'm Moe very... Yeah. Carjack. <laughs> well, it, it was a shooting, and nobody was uh, disclosing any information. I went to the scene. I tried to get information because the shop is right around the corner. Nada, bro. We didn't see a thing. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't Who was it? it? So... 
Uh, we don't I, have a description of a car, the sound of a shot. Um, nothing. How about he, a victim? Uh, victim, I the only thing I could find out was a male, and he had been shot with multiple. He had multiple GSW, multiple gunshot wounds. Mm. And then the rest of that, the body was already covered in the street by the time I got oh, there. Oh, in the street? It made it out to the parking lot? Yeah, I think, I believe so, because that's where, it was right in the curb, kind of where the buses are. Damn but, it! But, Couldn't you even know, keep them in the parking lot. Who knows what happened there? I mean, that's, oh. it, it How about happen. a victim? Do we have any victims' names? No, we don't. No victims on any of them. Wow. Uh, the wow. stories that will never be told in Albuquerque. The murders. Well, I would, you know, I would subscribe to the PIO, but the problem with Oh, they that, hate you. They know where yeah, you. Yeah, they, they know do. where you go. So they, they they don't like me because because uh, associated <laughs> with me. Wow, what a surprise! Yeah, I was it's just the PIO. He he makes me kind of PO'd from my PO. <laughs> they know we're telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, yo. Yep. Yeah. They don't like that. They PO'd with a PO to the PO to the OPP. Yeah, you know me. But we don't know where we're murder. There you go. Okay. Well, listen. And additionally, we do radio here, Burner Mike. We got to. We're trying to just. I have work good, on your chops. I know. I have a good taste for radio. But you really do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. You, but you're on TV. You hide, your, you hide all Mita, of them. Mita, Mita, Murder Mike. That's what he looks like. Over there in the Rock Rock Talk TV. I see him. He's over there. That's over why there. you turned the camera off. I'm pointing off, with my face, it? with my nose. No. <laughs> That's why you turned the cameras off. All right. Now we know. All right. Well, additionally this week, yes. there was a total of five shootings. Uh. Uh, none of them were fatalities. One was into the leg, through and through. The other one was just a flesh wound. And there what was, does that mean, a flesh wound? Well, it's kind of just, it's a grazing, a grazing wound. Oh, grazing. No deep tissue penetration. Uh, what they would call a, a nine bravo. Nine bravo. Yeah, that's medical talk. Okay. So, He's got one of those nine bravos that was didn't go all the way through. All right. Gotta have one of those. I want to say that. Somewhere. That just sounds awesome. Nine bravo. All right. What else? Two more. <laughs> and there was two stabbing calls. Oh. Which is really, I mean, that's down considering. But again, I was not listening the way I usually do. So these no. this is, these numbers are very conservative. I'm sure there's a the lot more. The details are sketchy. Been. Got it. <laughs> However, this week, there was 74 domestic disputes. Oh, dang. What do you mean you didn't pay the bill? You decided to go out that night with your friends? Yeah. yeah. And lots of domestics. 74. 74. And practically 99% of these domestic disputes that I heard on the radio Involved alcohol, drugs, <laughs> and or weapons. Uh, 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 yeah, it's so you know, like getting in the way. Chill me out. No, I'm actually doing marijuana. <laughs> yeah, that too. But they are, there is alcohol, drugs, and weapons involved in these. You know marijuana, don't you, Murder Mike? I did. Yeah. I, I've used it. Yeah. And I, you I know it does, it. it's it's not good. No, not anymore. No bueno, right? No, I did it. What, in the remember 60s. when I used to yell at you? Oh, all the time. What? <laughs> the station stoned again <laughs> oh i would i would light up mike i'd throw him out of the radio station i don't know i must have thrown you out of the radio station a handful of times like if i even smelled it i was like get yep. the hell out of i, I think out. i used another word but uh, yeah. yeah but it's not uh it's, it's not we, allowed on radio no not an fcc but, approved word yeah you but did. it did start with an f so, yeah you yeah. did and, yeah. and thank you for that by the way because yeah. you did help me get turned around you gotta straighten your i gotta straighten your ass out murder mike yeah, you did too, boy. You you jumped on me for that, mm. and I uh, saw the light, and realized. Yeah. It's called tough love, bro. <laughs> want to be part of the Kiva night. gang? You want to roll with us? You want to roll with us? <laughs> if you want to roll with us, you don't roll a joint. That's right. No rolling on our rolling. That's right. I like that. That's good. I like that. Anyway, so. But you can roll me a tortilla, no? Yeah. Put some little water in the masa trigo, and ah, 
But just no, I'm, don't yeah. roll me a lineal. No, no, no lineal. No lineal. Okay. Right. 74. 74. What in the hell? What the hell? And that is a very conservative number. But that yeah. is, that, that is like, you know, as Greg was alluding to too earlier, uh, crime is going up in Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, people aren't realizing and it. So is it. the uh, marijuana sales, 39 million in uh, in May. Is that right? Yeah, 39 million. Yeah, we so much to be proud of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we know how to do, we know how to we know how to burn them up out here. Now, is that money supposed to go into a general fund of some sort? I mean, aren't we supposed to be getting some of the, these rewards back of this so-called, uh, you know, the marijuana sales? I'm wondering. Are you trying that. to sell me on the virtues of marijuana? Just to no, I'm, I'm just trying to get okay. clear. Wait, where I'm not. People who smoke joints on it. Hey, I wonder how much of this. <laughs> I wonder how much of this uh, purchase is helping, uh, you know, Beto over there and Carlos uh, get, get an education. I see. I'm supporting you. Oh. It, it, it's all for the children. By and oh, by children, kids. I mean teacher unions. <laughs> you know, I'm supporting you. Well, Look at me. Don't remember it anyway. That was a, that was a big problem with pot. Is you, if you, you study, but you don't remember it. If afterwards. you study stone, you need to take the test stone. Like they have all these stupid. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I tried that in high school. It did not work. Oh, it didn't? No. I'm surprised. Huh. I, I, I smoked pot before an yeah. exam, and I could not concentrate on the questions. I couldn't yeah. remember the answers. I bet you could get your ass kicked that way, though. Hey, uh, let's go steal the money from the stone guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hung out with the car guys, so I was okay. Oh, there you go. I had a safe carry. Yeah, there you go. 74, well, that's too many. Yeah, that is too many. And also, one is One is too many. And also a number that's on the increase has been assaults, both aggravated and simple. There were 68 of those, just 68, and that was just in last week. 68 assaults? 68 assaults, both simple and aggravated. A majority of them were, were aggravated because the assaults that I recorded were ones that required rescue and ambulance to respond. Oh, so, so we're not talking about where somebody just pushed a guy. In or, the face, in the face. Yes. Yeah, we're also including... Uh, Gun involvement. If you pull a gun oh. and put it at somebody, that's an assault. You, know? so you don't need to call crime or you don't need to call the ambulance for that one because nope. generally you'd be shot. But I, I included those in the, in the numbers because a, a weapon was involved. I think I had 68 insults uh, just last week on, on radio. So there we go. We're, we're matchy matchy. All mm -hmm. right. What else going on out there? Well, in the shots fired department, there were 76 of those. Wow. Six of them were drive-by shootings where they were firing into either a vehicle or a dwelling. You know, no we call drive-bys here. The drive-bys are collections. You didn't pay your bill. And we're going to move into the uh, a category, which is, is, is unfortunate, but it's true. The yeah. suicide category. Yeah, big one. Oof. Yeah. Actually, uh, for I'd like to think it's it, conservative number eighteen over oh, the week. Okay, so that, that's is not, that conservative? That's conservative because I'm sure there was more, but that's that's going to be on the increase. That's still lower. That is going to be on the increase. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it happening already. Just when I listen yeah. to it, I'm, I'm oh, hearing yeah. more and more calls of that. Michael, that's uh, suicide calls, not actual suicides, right? Well, actually, it's broken down. There was eight eight of them out of the eighteen. Eight were suicides. So yeah, that's, oh. eight of them were a Camps where somebody actually made the attempt to do it, and two of them were completed. Okay. So they were successful in their attempt to meet their maker, whoever they. That they well, generally, they people be. who do that, they're, they're not going to meet anything. It's just no, they're not. The lights are just turn out the lights. Party's over. Party's over. 
and uh, and speaking of uh, suicides, because a lot of them were drug related, and we're going to go into the category. Well, that's of, the way you do it. You drugs. take drugs so you don't feel the suicide. So. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, you know, they shoot themselves, they hang themselves. A lot of suicides have been uh, by hanging. I've noticed. Really? They, they do it by yeah. They do it in the front yard or by the tree or. Wow. Uh, some of them want to jump off the cliff. Some of them, you know, want to ram their car into oncoming traffic. A lot of people, believe it or not, think they're going to commit suicide by jumping into traffic. And yeah, that's not going to work very well. That, that's that's a common practice among yeah. Most of the time, they watch Groundhog Day one too many times. That's it. Yeah. We're going to move into the drug category because there was uh, 14 drug overdoses this week, and that's just on fentanyl. So there was more. There, there was other ODs. That's good. We were, should we we should open the borders even more. I think uh, we should bring in more fentanyl. I think. Well, the, the the drug overdoses on fentanyl. One was a uh, fatality, and um, fentanyl, by the way, is an opioid-based drug, which is 100 times more powerful than morphine, and 50 times more powerful than heroin. Now, if that's not bad enough, I mean, you know, a couple of grams of fentanyl can kill you. Now, the drug dealers are cutting it with an animal tranquilizer called Xylazine. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm not pronouncing that right, but they're wrong. <laughs> and it enhances the effect. In addition, they're also cutting fentanyl with embalming fluid. Can we find uh, blow darts uh, with fentanyl in them so that we can just aim them at the drug dealers? I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to just show up in the week behind them at the Chipotle. Like, hey, you like you like your job? Hey, you want the, they don't want to taste. They want to just deal it. So, yeah, you know. yeah, let's give you your own dose. You okay, they, they'll just blow dart them. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Bad aim. <laughs> just take them out. Well, behind one drug dealer, there's five others that want to take their place. So. There you go. It's, yeah. it's a... Well, well, there's plenty of fentanyl to go around. There is. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah, so. that is the truth. It's coming across the border. It's being cut. And now... um People, a lot of the, the dopers mm. are using dollar bills to hold their fentanyl. So, <laughs> Thank God we're a cashless society. <laughs> wow. What is being discovered in more and more cities is dollar bills that have been folded up and on the floor. And it's dropped or however it gets there. Mm. But uh, if you pick it up and handle it, that dollar bill has been known to have enough fentanyl to kill a person. Another uh, homeless crime-fighting tip there. Uh, there you go. If you want to kill yeah, some, there you go. Just uh, a couple of dollar bills dollars. in a homeless just, camp. There it is. Uh, they, they need money, and they have no idea to how to bet. Two, two shows in a row. Our final hour has really boosted the uh, the attitudes and the morale of, of the people of New Mexico. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're not trying to do it. We're, we're living in reality. Let's get to our I have five, five stories set aside, good stories for today's show. Five uh, links I was going to talk about. Uh, Wait, we're going to get to those doubt. We have uh, tomorrow, said, tomorrow. Thomas, it's all doubt all the time tomorrow. Uh, let's get to our, <laughs> speaking of our top five, let's get to our top five of the day. So Dowd uh, has an appointment with Destiny uh, here this evening. He's always on the clock. And for the very best, you want to subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. And uh, folks, you will be informed and be happy. Go ahead, Dowd. Yeah, the story's picked by our subscribers for the hot stories of the day in the, in, uh, in, in the Daily Blast. Number one, the New York Post had a great piece by my friend James Bovard, uh, a man who was a mentor and a, and a hero for me. Ten of Joe Biden's lies about the economy, and they are uh, they are deep and rich. Uh, number two, uh, while we're on the subject of Murder Mike and Albuquerque, our mayor, Tim Keller, announced a new Metro Crime Initiative because oh. the last 
Metro Crime Initiative works so yeah. well, he's going to announce a, yeah. a new one. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, Betsy DeVos, Do Donald Trump's uh, Department of Education secretary, says the Department of Education should not exist. Now she tells us. Now she tells us. Uh, number four, uh, uh, go back to the city in Albuquerque. We are back to Zoom-only virtual city council meetings, ladies and gentlemen, because those numbers, those case numbers are going up, and we can't have in-person city council meetings anymore in Albuquerque. Absolutely bad. And uh, number five, over in Korea, interesting uh, link from our friends in the U.K., 90% elderly vaccination rate, but they're seeing a large spike in Rona mortality, how can that be? It's almost like the vaccination isn't very useful. I can fight the Rona because I got the shot. I guess you can. Yeah, thank you for uh, all that you do. All right, uh, Murder Mike uh, hangs in and uh, got some more to share. Right, go ahead. Yeah, it's a matter. Of, I can jump onto something real quick. If, uh, no, you're you're good. You, okay. Tranquilidad, bro. You got the next 15 minutes to talk about the crimes here. Well, <laughs> people want to be known for stuff, so let's let's let them be known. Well, I'm just going to quickly talk about a little bit of traffic news okay. uh, in the Albuquerque area. Okay, we have six speed cameras in the Albuquerque. Where area. are these places? There are two on Gibson, where vehicles have been clocked at 100 miles an hour plus, with one vehicle actually clocked at 119 miles. Oh, an hour. So that's happening on Gibson. You kind of yeah. knew all that. Uh, there's two more cameras on the one-way street. You see that guy it, hit that street light the other day on Gibson? You I guess it just, took it out. Yeah. yeah, and he literally dragged his car over the median, high-centered it. Uh-huh. And he got like 250 yards, I want to say. Like, how did he manage that? Uh, I saw a guy take out a street light and actually took it off the base and then fled the scene. <laughs> and his, his front bumper's dragging or sparks coming out of there. Porque, bro, it's bad. Okay, so we have two more cameras All on right. the one-ways, one at Carnell and Lead, and one at Cole and, and uh, Damn it! On the west side, there's one at Unser and Cower. And on the northeast side, there's one at Montgomery and Eubank. Racist! That's where you all the racers go. All the racists, bro. And traffic is slowing down on Gibson. Oh, that's I've good. That. Oh, that's I travel out a lot. You know, very happy for those uh, speed cameras. Well, I don't know if they're enforcing them or how they're doing it, but they are up and they are clocking. Now, whether they're writing citations or not, I have no idea. That's uh, beyond my level of medication. So, uh, and then uh, last Tuesday night, there was a fatal accident on Coors at Montano. Uh, that was Tuesday morning just before noon. Multiple vehicle crash was involving um, and also involved a motorcycle. The motorcyclist was dead on the scene. Mm. So that's uh, yeah, most are. There you go. And then last little, night, some, last you get night. on that, uh, you get on the ride to the skies. Yeah, but you don't want to be on a motorcycle. How many dead people ride motorcycles? Like, it's just dead man walking. Well, these people, if they're going to ride it's a motorcycle, all the time. they don't wear a helmet. Well, it's not just the helmet part. It's just, like, how they drive them. And then you're in a place where it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see them driving insane, doing wheelies, like, three blocks long on one wheel. and then they Stop popping wheelies! Cars. Yeah. Anyway, last night there was something happening in the Bosque around eleven o'clock. I'm not sure whether they found a body or what, but they, yeah. I mean, there there's always something happening in, in the Bosque. And uh, oh, the so Bosque, they, they found something. So yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of a quick. No question. idea what it is—a a UFO. Uh, they all they would refer to it as is a object. Oh, and lots of times people an unidentified sleeping object. It was a USO. Unclear. They were uh, keeping a lot of their communications. Unfortunately, right now, uh, APD has 
been using a lot of the state police frequencies. So Scrambled like my age. It's no good. All right. uh, they are. They're doing a lot of it. All right. So tell, how's it going out there, uh, Murder Mike? I mean, what's uh, what what's your feeling? Give us a, a sense of what you're feeling. On the street level, there is a lot of, uh, I guess, it's a cooped up energy that's being released. Okay. Um, their finances are are poor, so a lot of people are committing armed robberies. There's, okay. a, I've seen a lot of those happening. Um, there's a lot of gun violence, a lot of domestic disputes, and you know, without getting all uh, sanctimonious, I think a, a lot of the the American people are losing their faith, or have have pushed it aside for whatever reason. But there's a lack of faith in direct. Well, when you print money, it says in God we trust. But that's the last thing that people trust. Uh. So that's one of the things that people have done. They've been spending. That's right. And yeah, boy, not I'm, savings. I'm almost 72. And after hearing what Greg said, I don't know whether I should walk out the door or jump off a bridge. <laughs> well, we all got to come to uh, come to a decision at some point. Everything comes to a head at some point. Maybe not the best time to open a small business. That's, that's all right. You hang in there. What did it tell us about your small business? Well, it's, it's called Metro Mike's. And I sell... Um, General Mobile Radio Service radios. They're they're yeah. like amateur radio, one step below amateur, but one step above CB. So I sell a few of those, and I have a few collectibles in the store, and I'm located at 431 San Mateo Northeast. That's just a half walk north of San Mateo and Copper on the west side of the street by the Big Ice Machine. Why would you call it Metro Mike? Because um, I wanted to call it Murder Mike. Yeah, it, that, that didn't work out too well, huh? No. What happened? They didn't approve your business license for that? <laughs> Uh, I had a couple. <laughs> I almost did, but then there was a couple of people who said, "Well, you know, Murder Mike for might not be the best name." Like it'd be an omen, like I, someone's going to go in and murder you. No, I think they, it worked though the opposite way. I think they would think I was a hitman for hire and want to come in and hire me to kill people. Why would anybody think that your your name is well established to talk about what happens in a city on the end of an AM radio dial? That is true, and. uh the only AM radio station, the only station that I know of in Albuquerque that is actually telling the truth. And I'm not saying that because I'm on the air. I'm saying that because I listen to the other people. I listen to the mainstream media. Mainstream media is not telling you the whole truth. They're twisting things around. Yeah. And by the time it hits the public, it is not, not anything close to what the actual story yeah. is. I'm pretty depressed about it. Yeah. I mean, I am. I don't, I, I don't, I, there's nothing else I can do. I've, I've laid it all out there. There's nothing else I can do. Now I'm just going to focus on it's got to be me. Yeah. It's got to focus on me. Well, you're doing a great job. I mean, you're, you're bringing the news to the people. It's up to them. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make it to make them drink it, you know, but you, you give them the facts and you hope they're smart enough to make rational decisions based yeah. on what you tell them. All right. That's well, my take. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, let's see. What, what else? What's been going on the first part of the year for you? I've been, been calm, just getting this business going, yeah. and, you know, putting up a lot of antennas. Settle down. Settle down. Settling down. Okay. I'm, I'm actually living in, living you, in the back of my store. So. Did you relocate? Yes. Hey, I, I live in my radio station. What do you say? We're like yeah, partners. We're I love it. Partners. I live in the back Never of the store. And he I, sleeps there. He's there all the time. Yeah. Why is he over there? Yeah. Probably, do people think you're dedicated or just uh, poor? Uh, they don't know what to think because uh, there's a lot of homeless people that uh -huh. walk by in the alley at night, but they yeah. see the... I have a lot of lights on. I have an antenna tower that has a lot of strange-looking antennas on it. Yeah. And they don't know what to think. What do they do? Uh, they just look and walk. No, what do they, the antennas, do? Oh, uh, well, a lot of them are for my two-way radio communications, uh -huh. and a lot of them are for scanners. And uh, Can we play Clubhouse? Like, I have my walkie-talkie, and then we go off of your tower, and then we'll just... 
Yeah. Breaker one nine. Breaker. Can we do that? You want to do that? We'll do that. I'll okay. just your radio and we'll talk anywhere in the world. <laughs> we'll get the squelch going. You know, and then of course I have one antenna that's dedicated for my internet. I'm I'm using a Lobo internet. Lobo, Lobo, the Lobos are bad, bro. We're gonna take it all this year. So far, anyway, it's been pretty good. But other than that, <clears throat> you know, it's it's just been uh, business as usual. Trying to calm down a little bit. Get mm-hmm. get, get my uh, get squared away. Get a focus focal point. Get you know focus yeah. and direction. And uh, I've been listening to you a lot. You know, I, I, uh, that's good. I mean, yeah. I uh, kind of rely on this for. Uh, yeah, well, stay close to the mic. Oh, we, yeah. we we want we yeah. want to listen to you. So the murder mic. Sometimes you murder literally the mic. So. <laughs> I want to make sure we hear. Uh, let's hear Dowd. Let's see. We got a bunch of texts. Let's hear Dowd's impression of Andrew Dice Clay. Hill Hickory Dickory Doc. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. So. Dowd, are you there? No, he's not. He's gone. Oh, so. oh. Yeah, he leaves at six forty-five. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. He's on the clock. We don't. He's we don't. On the clock. The computer runs a certain way. That's the way right. it goes. And then he does what he does. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't get in the way of the computer. I know when to boot it up. I know when to shut it down. You know, the well, Kiva gang is much better than the Rock of Tuckers. Yeah, no. Let's see. We had also. Um, uh oh, you're going to your notes. Going to my notes here. But let me read these. Massive cattle deaths, current food prices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge. Turn at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will, I will make my words known unto you, because you have called and have refused. I have stretched out my hand and have set not my counsel, and with none of my reproof, I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock you with fear when fear cometh. When your fear cometh, when your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then they shall call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, did not choose the fear of the Lord. They were none of my counsel, and despised my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Ooh, that's a uh, oh, that was Proverbs. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's the God we need. I don't need the God that's going to forgive you for, oh, he's forgiving me for being homosexual, or he's forgiving me, like... There's so much weirdness now. Yeah, there is. A yeah. lot of these gangbangers, they'll, they'll go out and commit a homicide and then drive by a Catholic church and, and cross themselves for forgiveness. Oh, yeah? And this is true. Is that yeah, all I've you actually need? seen this. Wait, you yeah. watched someone murder somebody else and then they went to go genuflect? I uh, I worked at a mortuary and uh, I, you know, yeah. a lot of hearsay, a lot of things are, you hear a lot yeah. of things that people don't think you're hearing, but you're hearing. So, you know. Huh. But, yeah. uh, can't disclose that that's, but I, that's a little weird it's a little kind of it's a murder mike like you gave away my secret so i'm gonna take you out over there on the kiva i probably i'll have to go out and check my car for explosives <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> well, civil war brings destruction from foreign powers count all joy mike better move and build community okay i will do uh that. fire pumping over i-40 around carnoel all right that's fire well, i'll check it good show that. today eddie Eddie, Maggie, to lose all over. <laughs> That's pretty good. Maggie, to lose all over. I like that. <laughs> all over your face. Let's see. Is this Larry the Cable Guy's twin brother? Greg Carmen, the Deming pianist, wants to buy some rubles. How and where do I buy rubles? You can't buy rubles. It's an exchange. You can get rubles. Uh, Zanetti and Ann Thornton would have made a good pair. Um, <clears throat> okay. Fertility rates will also drop. Good show. Good show. 
one for the month. Our country has to ask God for mercy and forgiveness for child sacrifice and turning our backs on him. Otherwise, he'll vomit us out on the country. Georgia Guidestones list a world with only 500 million maximum. You know what the Georgia Guidestones are? Actually, I'm, I'm familiar with that, yes. Yeah? Oh, that's good. I, I, about two years ago, I looked into that. Yeah? Uh, what do you think? Um, do, they, do you feel guided? Nope. Okay. Uh, Gates, Turner, Rockefeller, Rothschild, Satan's minions, in other words. There we go. Try buying a car at 18% interest rate in 1984. No, thanks. No, no dice, Chino. Hey, hey, Eddie, will we be able to get the recordings again? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, would love to send today's show with Greg to some people. Well, you subscribe and get other people to subscribe. I'm just really going to stick it there uh, or have Natalie stick it there. And then, I, I honestly, folks, I'm serious. I will not do anything that I don't get paid for. It's just that simple. I am literally at a point in my life where I, if you didn't hear the show live and you wanted to share it, well, figure out a way to record it, I guess. I don't know. But we're going to give it to Dowd, and that's Dowd's, that's Dowd's uh, thing. And you guys are going to subscribe and give Dowd money so you can get the recordings. He takes the show notes, and he has to sit here and listen to me do a show for three hours. I mean, honestly, I talk a lot, too. <laughs> a radio talk show. Hey, so look, at, look at Eddie. He's always talking. Why is Eddie? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Pueblo, Pueblo of Laguna, COVID-19. Alert. Uh, increase in COVID-19 cases within the Pueblo boundaries. <laughs> the EOC has identified an increase in the COVID-19 within the Pueblo boundaries over the past week uh, due to large gatherings. Majority of cases have been due to reception. I'm part Indian. I can do this. Do we have to get in an argument about this? You, you, you're, you're that no, no. I have to shut up, Eddie Aragon. He's making fun of all of us out here. If you are planning on attending a large gathering, it is strongly encouraged to continue your COVID-19 safe practices to avoid possible exposure. I refuse to do it. I, I will not. Get well, you're not Native American. You're not on the the rest. No. The, the Pueblo of Laguna. Please ensure if you attend gathering, monitor your symptoms and those of the family members uh, before and after the event. And also stay home if you or your household feels any sickness. Do not attend. Thank you very much. Pueblo Laguna. There it is. There, that's, that's the official uh, recording. That's your official position. The official. We've made it official. Do not come here. As I said, I will not get a COVID shot. I haven't no. gotten sick. I have. I've been around people that have been exposed. I haven't gotten sick. Do they like to shed on you? Uh, some of them do. Some are starting to realize. Shake my hand. Happens. I'm COVID. I'm protected. I, Look at me. I got four vax. Still here. <laughs> Take me out. PCR <laughs> test is only sixty-five percent accurate at a CT threshold of twenty-seven. Well, that's all sorts of stupid. Uh, they keep fooling with the CT threshold. I don't know if it's at 40. If 40, it's even less accurate. My son's pediatrician tells me that he's seeing a Heinz variety of flu viruses, kind of like flu right now. Just letting you know. Huh, I wonder where that's from. People losing their voices and people not being able to fight back against the flu or the virus. Do you agree General Zanetti would clean up RPM as the chair in New Year? No, he doesn't want to do that. I was going to run for chair, but I think you guys are going to get your Robert. You guys want the other Aragon, the little one, you know, the mini one. He's tiny. Bob in Las Lunas says, Eddie, if the decline in population occurs, then you're saying there's a chance for you to win the mayor's race. 
I want that Eddie Aragon to be mayor. He's kind of cool. Should have happened. <clears throat> uh, I'm good. Dude, do we really want to do that? Honestly. And come to think of it, I mean, I would have cleaned things up, but honestly, I'd have had to work so hard. You would have. Uh, and I, I would have worked hard. My, and the problem is, it's like right now we're going to shut down again and the economy is going to be crashing. And do I want to have to deal with all of that? So, yeah, I would have been happy to do it. You would have done a great job. You could have. I would have done a great job. Look at how I look at how I've done this radio station. Yep. You brought it successfully and at the top of the dime with the kind of power that you have. I think you've done an outstanding job. Moped fat girl joke rules. I think so too. That was pretty good. Same. Did you hear the joke earlier today? The moped fat girl joke. Oh uh, yes, I did. They're both fun to ride, but uh, you don't want to see your your friends wouldn't want to see you. This is what they have in common. They don't want to see you on a moped. Or I, I love that guy. He was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> lead, lead, let it out. I had a chance to talk to him outside for a minute. Yeah, he did. He How's he? Great yeah. guy. Great yeah. guy. I think. See, he, was he, he wig? Had, was he? Uh, you see what you got? Yeah, he was talking on the phone, and he was, it was a, a gentleman. Yeah. You know, I mean, we only spoke for a, a brief second because I was on the way up. Did he call you, sir? Too. I feel uh, like he calls everybody, sir. Hey, sir. Well, he said, oh, you're a radio personality. <laughs> oh, wow. He knows you. Well, I guess so. I didn't know that he was going to be on air. He's always on air. Let's see. Uh, I bet this guy likes Elvis gospel albums. We should all put that on our rotations. Elvis gospel? Elvis gospel. Can you think of any Elvis gospel? Amazing Grace? No. Did he have, like, the backing of a bunch of black singers? He may have. I think he, I think he did Amazing Grace at one time. Did he really? I, for some reason that sticks in my my brain i can just kind of hear the, the melody and hear him singing it but he did uh he did quite a few gospel songs so. huh what do you think you want, you want to do one take me home precious lord this is a this is a keeper you know elvis, elvis went down devil went down to georgia and uh elvis went down to donuts so there you go <laughs> <laughs> what can i say I don't even know what this is. I don't know. All right, see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. Thank you, Eddie. Dedicated. You are welcome. Thank you for coming back in. I appreciate uh, you very much, sir. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in to the Kiva on AM600KIVABQ.FM. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me over to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord. In my precious Hold my hand, lest I fall.
Precious love, leave me home. 